4: And the secret proceedings. Radio. Greetings and salutations, my fellow Skywatchers, from all corners of the globe, no matter if you're on the east side of the Rockies, the west side of the Rockies, north of the equator, or south of the equator. This is the Dark Matter Radio Network. You're listening to as well as PSN Radio, and of course right now you're tuned in to Skywatchers Radio with myself, Angel Espino, and with me as always, my co-pilot on this ship, the other guy, better known as Alan Weiler. Alan! How are you doing tonight? Are you there? Who, who, me? Yeah, I am here. We have Martin Willis, who is, he's known to a lot of folks here on the Dark Matter Radio Network. Uh, He has his own show. In fact, kind of a funny thing happened, Alan.
3: Okay, tell me, tell me.
4: Check this out. Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's do this right. How funny was it?
4: Well, well, it was pretty funny. Pretty darn funny. Okay, check this out. Hold on, let me get a sip of my Mountain Dew. Mm. <sighs> refreshing
3: okay, I believe you
4: so today, <laughs> I come to find out that Jesse Marcel is on podcast UFO, which is hosted by none other than Martin Willis, our guest tonight right. right right funny I get that. funny wouldn't wouldn't it be funny? and I'm listening, and I'm like, if he talks about the big secret we're going to talk about, wouldn't that be funny? and lo and behold, he does, and I'm like he blows the lid off it he blew it. Off, really? Completely, completely blew the oh. lid off.
3: I, I thought we would have been the first to drop this really amazing, amazing news. It would have been nice, but obviously, when he gets on our show later on this month, uh we get to beat him up for it, right?
4: We we're going to beat him. Well, it's not really his fault. Here's the thing: this is where it gets kind of funny, Alan. Remember, I said it was funny. Yeah, this is not the funny I part. Believe you, but yeah. Well, sometimes I'm telling the truth. Sometimes I'm not. Most of the times I am, though. So this is one of those times. And when I said I w- this is funny, it is funny. We okay. booked Jesse Marceau you know, we, you know, a few weeks ago, whatever. We booked him uh, when he told us, uh, or told me about this big news that he has. And by the way, I'm going to talk about the big news, and we're going to talk about it later on with Martin Willis. And it is really, really cool, cool stuff, folks. And when we booked him, we had just booked Martin Willis the day before to be on the show. And how right. that came about, Martin Willis actually reached out to me and he said, "Hey, uh, would you like to be on my show?" And me not being used to getting asked to be on other people's show as a guest, I took it upon myself as thinking with my big old ego, like, oh, he's asking to be on my show. I just read it wrong. It was like right. four in the morning when I read this thing. So forgive me, people. And I read this thing, and I'm like, oh, well, I guess that uh, he wants to be on my show. And I sent an email back saying, yeah, sure. We'd we'll love to have you on, young man. Sure. Yeah. Sky Watchers Radio. Ah, oh, it's the ticket, right? Yeah. We'll book you. Uh, here's the date. Blah, blah, blah. And I did the post and everything like in two minutes. So I sent him the email and he sends me a reply back saying, "I think you misread that I want to <laughs> have you on my show and and then I was embarrassed and I was like, oh now I read it properly you know I was not under any kind of uh, influences of anything illegal folks so you know was sure anything like that I was just tired we very very tired that night, so Although, I'm there like,
3: like yeah four in the morning yeah yeah you're you're done doing whatever you're doing for recreation or for medication. So yeah.
4: Medication. But anyway, so I am talking to uh, Martin about, you know, being on his show and, and, I'm like, well, you know what? I would love to have you on my show also because I, you know, he has a great show. Podcast UFO is a really, really good show right here on dark matter radio network. And, um, you know I, I said, yeah, I'll do your show man and I did a show and it was a really fun show. I mean, he does like I said a, a good podcast and right. uh you know and w- I wanted to have him on here so we booked him to be on here. And then the n- very next day I get contacted by Jesse and he's like telling me this amazing news and I'm like, I want to have you on instead, but I don't want to be rude, you know, cuz we had booked Martin Willis and you know, he's a good guy and I don't want to just like move him and Oh yeah, you don't want to yes create
3: in. bad blood or have bad politics.
4: Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I stuck with Martin and then you know we be, we made the big move because there's another thing, uh, you know we kind of knew that this month Jesse was going to kick off this big news this big announcement right, right. and he didn't want to be up that late also so he was like well you know if we have it you know, another week, you know, that's actually a good thing because I have to start doing some promotional stuff and, it, you know, that way I don't have to be up to 3 in the morning, you know, or late, you know, 3 in the morning here. And I was like, okay, cool. So we set the date for the 18th coming up on February, and um, it's going to be an amazing show. I mean, he's a great, great guest.
3: Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Not just awesome, his own dude. history, obviously. His family's history, which I'm sure oh, yeah. everybody knows who his, you know, his, his lineage and heritage is.
4: If Look, if you follow Ufology, you know the marcells I mean, Duh. If you don't, then <laughs> stop listening to the show and go listen to some, you know, I don't know, choir music. I don't know. Because you don't be long in ufology. But so I'm talking to Jesse, right? And we, we've got him booked now. We got it all set. So I was, you know, talking to Keith tonight. And I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe, you know, they, they broke the news first, man. I wanted to be that one guy that broke this amazing news. And it really is cool, cool news that he's working on a deal. Uh, to get a flying vehicle on the market that's right a flying car folks that's what they're working on that's the big news
3: and I think that's gonna be really really amazing i mean I've seen over the past two years different prototypes and actually working working drivable flying vehicles
5: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
3: through through my network of people that I deal with and you know I mean you, you know they almost right now have the hover bike like the uh wasn't well, it the hover
4: not the hoverboard cuz i mean i'm still waiting for that i'm kind of pissed that hasn't come out
3: the the prototype was is really cool it's uh four ducted fans you okay. know and it's it's in a bike. i mean to me i mean i thought it was cool when they put a guy dressed up in a stormtrooper costume in it and actually test rode it that that's was awesome. actually really really cool yeah. that is I mean, cool yeah <laughs> it, it, it's so star wars It's you know wow yeah oh I mean, that, that's awesome that rocking but, uh, you know, and I've also seen videos of the uh, the big car that actually has uh, from fold back to swept forward wings that can take off on less than like 250 feet of uh, of highway basically um, to get it something to get something up in the air so yeah there's some really interesting uh, Flying car technology out there. The whole thing is, is like, I'm going to want to figure out how they're going to have floating traffic lights.
4: That's an excellent question because you, you figure you're going to need floating traffic lights. You're going to need Either some kind of a, a some signal really, in the sky. Really,
3: really good collision systems.
4: Well, here's the thing. You know, with the advancements in drone technology, you think they might be able to adapt some of that to this.
3: Well, actually, one of the guys that I work a lot with is a pilot, and we were actually talking about the collision technology that they have, mm-hmm. which is really, really fascinating. Um, you know, it, it's a little bit bigger than a bread box, obviously, but okay. it'll warn you and tell you which, if you've got something coming towards you, which way you want to duck, turn, fly up, fly down, left or right. Um, and it's available for. Regular small airplanes now that are jets. I don't know if they have it for propellers or not, but um, I, I find the technology really, the collision warning system, really interesting because it's also sending out radar signals bouncing back. And with all that air traffic, my biggest concern is going to be uh, how much is that going to screw up, uh, A, you know, all the other t- higher and lower flying traffic? I mean, obviously, mm, there's going to be yeah. some. Going to be they don't so have to regulate it I mean they're, they're,
4: yeah they don't have to regulate it you can only go so far up I mean before you start you know messing with planes and stuff so
3: exactly but if it's a flying car is it a plane also um, well here's you a,
4: actually you know what I have a, a perfect solution for for uh for having uh space lights or whatever or lights in the sky. Um, they could they could do everything with holograms right in front of the car like what was you know a car but if they could program it somehow that it uh, that a hologram comes that comes out on the actual windshield it has all the lights yeah right like the heads-up display that has all the lights and all that you know navigation stuff on there you really don't need anything float yeah you don't need anything floating in the sky just have it in the car projecting
3: on the windshield
4: right because i mean these things are going to have gps on them duh you know they're going to know where to go brilliant Thank you. I, I think that's
3: a really thank, you much, I think should, thank you very much, everybody. Thank I'm gonna you. I'm going to fly myself. I, I, I think if uh, everybody, if Apple can patent ideas, I think you should be patenting that one. Um, well, you heard it here,
4: looks, folks, you heard it here first on Skywatchers Radio. This is realism for the masses, and that's a little realism <laughs> for your asses right there. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I, I think it's going to be really, really fascinating uh, when it comes out. Uh, I mean, there was the. Uh, there's like four different or five different ones that I'm aware of, and I don't know if Jesse's involved with any of them, or is he going to tout out a whole new one? Um, so w- I- I'm looking forward to talking with Jesse about it and see see what he's got to say. I mean, we should ask- get him. We who- who should get him that- now.
4: <laughs> we should like call him like J- just do the show now, Jesse. But no, we have. Let me you, who
3: who do we have on the phone um, with the electric uh, delivery vehicle uh, last year. Oh, dum 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 dumb, 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 dumb. Totally forgot his name. Uh, who uh, who do we have? Wasn't that Brooks Agnew?
4: One? Wasn't that Brooks Agnew?
3: Yes, it was Brooks Agnew. That that's right. Imagine and you getting... cl- and you
4: claim that I'm the one that smokes illegal stuff. Are you serious?
3: <laughs> no, I just have lack of sleep syndrome. That's all.
4: All right. Um,
3: uh-huh. I-, I had to take my power nap early today. Um,
4: yeah, how are you getting see... used to this whole new time? Uh, you know, time slot here, yeah, 10 p.m. to I... midnight. How are you used to this?
3: I, I, I'm liking it. I th- I think it's great that we'll be introing into art, uh, and you know, as he comes back, I think right, that, right. Um, I think that those of us that are listening now can't wait to hear art in the time slot we're all familiar with him being in.
4: Oh, of course, yeah, the, the midnight to three, man. That's and you know what sucks for me because I'm going to be up now every night again to four in the morning. You realize this, right?
3: Well, yeah, that's your own issue. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm gonna, especially
4: when we do this show, I'm not going to have anything but radio from 10 p.m. Eastern all the way to 4 in the morning, because I'm going to be listening to Art all night. Cannot well, hopefully move. you'll
3: be actually doing the tech side, you know, if all works out, too.
4: Well, uh, I, I, he, I, I they have somebody. Yeah, I heard, well, they, they I have heard somebody
3: there's a already. forum about that topic, huh?
4: Well, we talked about that already. Yeah, the Bill Gab, and shout-outs to them again for mentioning me, and, and everybody who's been really cool, uh, you know, mentioning my name for that, and hey, Art, if you ever need me, buddy, I'm... I'm there for you. But I think they got their, you know, they got that covered and it's a really good producer from what I hear too, so.
3: All right, well. You can't win them all. You could just do a good job of winning most of them.
4: But hey, like I said, if they need me, you'll there. be there. I'll be there like Superman. I'm always right. there.
3: Right. you like know what as I was starting to say earlier, can you imagine if we got Brooks who's making the new vehicle that he's doing in right. touch with Jesse and create a match made in heaven with that?
4: Oh man. And then put my idea of the hologram display yeah. together, I'm telling you, this, is the, this could be the birth of a great, great invention right here if we could put We're our minds together.
3: We're going to Tesla Motors a run for their money. Oh, heck yeah. By the heck way, folks, yeah. if you have a comment about everything we've been talking about, I think Angel should give out the phone number so you guys can call in and make a comment if you want to before we get our guest on the radio. And that yes. number, by the way, Angel, is...
4: 786 245 8127. You can also look us up on Skype by looking up PSN Radio. And of course, follow us on Twitter. That's right, Twitter. You can look us up by looking up Skywatchers Show, or you can look up uh, The Jackal, which is my account on Twitter. And of course, check out the podcast on skywatchersradio.com. There you go. All right, I think, right. Anything, I think right? we
3: covered all the bases.
4: By yeah, the way, folks, so, yeah. we
3: can actually see how many listeners are listening into the show right now, and I know there's enough of you for one of you to call in and actually make a comment. Not to mention you can call in via the phone or do we do we actually want to give out our Skype name as well?
4: Well, we gave out the uh, the PSN Skype me, but look, we do have uh, some new stuff to go over. And oh, yeah, uh, like, yeah, o- yeah. like always, you know, this interesting news, but we're doing, you know, we're doing stuff a little different now that we're on this new time slot. And in fact, I have to tell the audience what we're going to do tonight, because uh, it's going to be a little different if you're used to listening to this show on a regular basis. And and if you are, yes, then you should get medical help. Tonight's
3: show is help. what we like to call Bass really. Ackwards.
4: Exactly. Bass. And you know what? Since we gave out the phone number, here we go. First caller of the night. 509, you're live on Skywatcher's radio. Welcome. 509, this is Jesse Marcel. Look at that. Oh my God, Jesse. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of poll we have on this network. I'll tell you what, I got a call and say, hey, they're talking about your car. They're talking
6: about your car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I fumbled through and found your number and gave
4: a call in. You are the like man.
3: The how, Jesse, how did you like the idea of combining you with the heads-up display and getting you in touch with um, our nice friend who's putting together his own vehicle. That's all battery-powered and solar-powered.
6: Oh, that's awesome. I'm happy to chat with anybody. Yeah, all of it sounds great. uh... (laughs) heads up display like in the fighters and talking to anybody, yeah that'd, yeah, that'd
4: be great. Tell me that's not a good idea because, we, you know, we, we talked about this a little while ago, Jesse, and I'm sure you were listening in when we said there has to be uh, lights in the sky to, you know, navigate the cars. There's, you know, there's just going to have to be something up there. Uh, I think this kind of a display would just work beautifully, don't you think?
6: Well, yeah. Sorry, we're looking at, we're uh, I've been thinking about, you know, obviously it have to be an infrastructure of some kind created. Now right. that would probably be a system of aerial corridors of some kind. Um, they could be dictated by you know signals of interactive computer on board the flying cars or whatever have you. But there, there, yeah, there has to be some kind of infrastructure in place to keep these things safe, keep them you know running into each other that kind of thing. But right. uh, I mean, technologically, not very complicated autonomous controls. As you mentioned, Tesla, uh, they're they're. Tesla, D, a friend of mine, who's bought one. is so excited about it. He, he can't actually use it yet because it's not legal to have an autonomous car yet. But they actually have it on for public use. Well, but you know, it, it's, I going
3: to be. I'm sure there's going to be Google Drive coming out soon, where you just put Google on in your in, in your in your uh, in your. Well, they already have Google no, Drive, no, but they
4: they already have Google Drive, but they have Google Drive your car or something like that. Okay,
3: fine. Let me refresh. Google, Google
6: steering. How about there you go. Google that's there that works there, grab it grab the url
4: <laughs> <laughs> no kidding but this is really exciting stuff I, I, you know i heard the show tonight it was a great podcast i know the folks listening in who've been listening in for the last few hours uh you know i, I know they've already kind of heard some of this, But the, the ones that are just tuning in how did yeah, you get involved are, with the, this
3: what the public's appetite
4: Please, yeah yeah the
3: public's appetite.
4: forget that you're going to be on in two weeks just tell us now
6: <laughs> okay well talk, talk. what do you want to hear
4: well, well, let's, um, let's start from it. the beginning. How did you get involved with this project, first of all?
6: Okay, well, oh, I'll go way back and, and, and redo this in a couple weeks. Um, I, I started out. My, my father was a doctor, and this uh, more like a, a armchair physicist. If you will, a, a very brilliant man. Was right. he, armchair
5: uh, physicist? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, all yeah. I it's
6: made it up, but yeah, you know, he, he, his passion <laughs> was physics. He was a doctor, but his passion was physics. So I spent a childhood in laboratories and uh, you know it's, it's 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 a comical story within our family But we actually he, he built an atom smasher in our basement that I and my brother helped with so we were always doing crazy things and uh so anyway it, it kind of gave a way to think uh, and, and I, I thought process you know to think a little bit out of the box out of the norm whatever and uh anyway flash forward here I am I, I went, in college I went through aerospace engineering and uh, a couple other things but uh so I, I've always had a passion for this area but um uh, it's just technology's finally caught up to where you can make something. Uh, NASA has what's called a personal air vehicle. They, turn, they, that, or they, they coined that term, and this is, this is a personal air vehicle. It's not really a flying car. It's a. It's, it, it, it would serve in place of a car, definitely. But uh,
4: well, yeah, explain the differences between a flying car and this.
3: Yeah, and is, well, is I'll, this, this going to be a VTOL, or you're going to need some runway space to take off?
6: Uh, right. VTOL. It's a good question. The, the the big difference, like a part of what had me do this, is because I mean, there are some things out there. There's there's one guy who's been working on a flapjack it for about thirty years, and just can't get it can't get this thing to be stable. But you know there's, there's a, airplanes with folding wings, you can they're, they're about the size of RVs. You can actually land in an airport, drive down the highway, go to the next airport, and fly out. Um, they have something similar to a, a helicopter on wheels, those sort of things, but they're not what. I ever envisioned as a flying car, I envisioned something that you could literally get in and take off without having to have a, a, you know an airport or a big field or whatever. Well, now, now just, just
3: remember, this, this is 2015. At On the yeah. back of the vehicle, you're going to have to put on a Mr. Fusion...
4: This is true. You <laughs> yes. know, you, you got to put
3: on the Mister Fusion, so you can put garbage in yes. to actually power the vehicle. You know, and it, it, we need know, it's a flux
4: capacitor. Here. Oh wait, that's for time travel. Yeah, the that flux mind. capacitor is pretty important.
3: <laughs> you, you, you need your yeah, flux that's... capacitor. But you know what? You know what's also funny. Besides, Back to the Future ending up in 2015. Does this sound familiar to you? <laughs> Elroy, <laughs> do you do you realize that the Jetsons? actually those states in 2015 as well?
6: No, I, 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 I've, had, I've had literally people from all over the world well, a lot, just because there's very few, yeah, I haven't been, been public about this very much, but I was saying this is just the year this has to happen because of this, you know, obviously to tie-in with, uh, with... It's with Back it, to the but,
3: Future, it's the Jetsons, it's a couple of different things that all called out 2015 to be the yep. year of the emerging flying car.
6: Well, this thing in itself is is different than anything out there. I mean, I, I it's uh, it, it's a, the, the reason I think it's different anyway is that I, I've gone through a you know, patent process and, and I've, I've I've I apply for patents for all the processes, utilities, that kind of thing. How it works? There's there's nothing out there like that. But the big thing is, it's you figure a simple way to put it is it's a flying gyroscope. It's incredibly stable. It's a it's a, it's a hybridized rotor fan. And and acts like a gyroscope. and That creates the vertical thrust, and it's all electric. The fan itself is magnetic. The body, the components in the body create a magnetic field that encompasses the rotor. Creates the lift. Four um, four corner fans, very similar to a quadcopter. You know, as far as the, that function goes. But you put it so all it's together, basically it's like the a,
3: helicarrier.
6: It, it would be it would it'd be something like that. Kinda. The the, the the actual the fan actually encompasses the cockpit. Um so it's it's a it's a little bit different, but it, it's just it's just the application of technology.
4: Jesse, stay things right things there real, real quick. quick. We have a caller joining us, uh, maybe the one to ask you a question. Two five three you are live on Skywatchers Radio with Jesse Marcel and the other guy and myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: Hi guys.
0: I was just wondering about the whole uh car uh computer interface for navigation yes. and whatnot. You like my More idea, don't the- you, huh? Well, no, I don't. Oh, but well, gee, you... thanks. Well, I mean, I don't mean to be personal about it. But, well, um, you sounded like seniors... you took it
4: personal. Jeez. Go ahead, man.
0: Oh, I used to live in Berkeley with a hacker commune back in the 90s, and we used to spool up copper wire to show off to these people at Black Hat and DEFCON conversations, at these various hacker conversations, about interrupting RF and transmissions. Um, do what kind of backup systems do these things have to deal with anything like EMF um, interference? Really That's a good old, question.
5: Really big <laughs> parachute. Just in case. <laughs> okay.
4: Actually, okay. no, they did. I they did cover that.
0: And I know that if they ever went upside down, we just pulled the chute. So, I... No, hey, hold, on. Guys, keep, hold on, Jesse keep on. did cover that
4: earlier tonight. Jesse, what's the answer? There is a, You did give an answer for that earlier on. There's
6: two, two, two systems in place. One yeah. is a rock-repelled chute. Not much mm-hmm. different. Not not all that different than you'd find on it all tonight. But it's rock-repelled, so it's... It inflates instantly, so if you're 30 feet right. off the ground, it's not gonna you're not gonna be smashing the ground. I'm what about,
0: about 300 feet off the ground, or, or <laughs> so you, I'm I'm coming down at uh, gravitational velocity uh, from anywhere between 3,000 feet ceiling <laughs> for a normal <laughs> flight path and uh, 500 feet to be above air like land on the city. How would that happen?
3: Okay, this guy's like. Huh? So- this guy sounds like he knows his numbers. Uh, are my you a scientist can... by chance?
0: It could be. Uh, my <laughs> name's My name's B String. I'm one of those hacker guys. I I just I just nosy. Just nosy. I, I have my to biggest... call up because I love listening to this conversation. I do. But um, Here, here's here's one
4: guys. Here's one concern I have with with this uh, you know idea. Uh, it really, uh, if it, it does some you know something does happen and these things go down. Uh, the, the civilians it's, that are just laying in their house that, that might have this thing crashed into them. Uh, you know, what? What is there a, a, a safety the net for, for these people? Is there a safeguard built in, uh, Jesse, for something like that? Because, I mean, you can't really control if somebody's flying over a house and the thing just falls into somebody's, you know, to It's probably
3: house. just going to be a new insurance policy writer that you're going to have, like, flood insurance. Flying <laughs> car sl- insurance. There
6: yeah. actually <laughs> is. looked into those insurance policies that will cover property damage caused by hitting something. So, I mean, that is. I
0: no, mean, no, no. It, no, it,
6: no. So it is. It, it's, it's like anything else. Is, is it possible for that? You know, a assessment could fall out of the sky and hit somebody's their, or hit, hit their house. You know, so it's, you know, obviously you look for any possibilities, even if it's a very slight possibility. But, you know, one thing is this is going to be very easy to fly. So there's going to be more people out there, you know, jockeying around than there would be without it, of course. So
4: Now, how automated you know, are, we, are we making these things? Is going to be mostly may automated? Interrupt,
6: or? May, may
0: interrupt. Um, I believe that this makes it one of those old man sports like flying is nowadays. Trying to be a young person and flying nowadays is financially impossible for the most part. Sure. Most of the people yeah. that I know my age have to go through the military to be able to get any kind of airtime under their wings at all. And for something like this to come out to the public for like add it to your insurance, normal flight insurance is beyond that of anybody that's not a millionaire practically or or having some kind of corporate or or military background. And I I think flight should be open to everybody. And although that's what this, it sounds like this is supposed to be doing, you're still going to be limited to the – you're not going to be able to fly over urban areas the restrictions for the, the regulations and laws are going to remain the same, and then the technology for having a uh, excuse my language, a bozo in the cockpit relying off a computer. Um, I can't imagine. I can't, and I wanted a flying car in the year two thousand. Believe me, I was born in the early seventies. <laughs> I, I wanted my flying car already. I did it. So I ended up flying ultralights during the late nineties and seventies. And well, um, honestly, I, yeah. But here's the
4: thing. It's like everything else. I mean, when they invented, uh, you know, planes, when they invented cars, when they invented trains, people said the same thing. Well, they're going to crash, and people are going to die, and it's going to be all kinds of things. But oh it, it's God. just another. It's just another. But it's just another technology we just have to learn and master and use. And look, if you ever want to be yeah, in, a, I, if you want a flying car, this is the way to go, man. Uh, you're going to have to either learn or just you know, you know, well, deal with the fact you'll never have it.
0: Keep it light enough. If they use the carbon fiber and they keep it light enough with some parachutes underneath, like an ultralight, I'm sure nobody will get hurt when things start crashing around urban areas. Well, still but um, maybe, still, it's...
3: maybe not. Maybe not parachutes. What about just inflatable bags that have some type of lighter than air? Oh, uh, like the
0: Mars Lander, it... like the Mars, like the Mars Lander that off the surface. No,
3: no, no, not at all. What I'm saying is this. Tur- if there is power failure, it should automatically pop open to be a dirigible or like like a hot air balloon that it automatically instantaneously
0: expands. Oh, that's ridiculous thinking of the size it would have to be. Think of the size of that balloon would have to be to keep somebody from falling down depending on what the altitude
6: level is. Right.
3: <laughs> that's if you, that's if nonsense. You think about, if you think about it, if you have a big enough uh, canister of whatever lighter than air – uh, That's going to have it automatically deploys into that gigantic balloon or Uh, obviously it'll take a couple of seconds I
0: I would like to canister by itself with the balloon if it was affordable for the modern person I think balloons everyone should have balloons by now like in the 1800s they were dreaming (sighs) of and Zeppelin's flying all over I think that would be great but it just hasn't seemed to be practical for the past hundred years
4: that's I agree right. uh caller simple airship right now. Thanks for calling in uh, 253. Thank you for participating. Uh, thank, th-
0: th- thank you. Thank you guys.
4: <laughs> Great call. Uh, but you know he does bring up some good points though, Jesse. I mean, there are there are some concerns uh to this thing.
6: Well, and there's and there is no infrastructure at this point. It, right. it, You're building it. needs
4: to be created. You know, right, and right.
6: it will I mean it will get there. I mean this this, this is the first stepping stone. Um but and we will get there. But it's it, same thing. You know, it, it does have. I mean, obviously, that that's going to be the biggest fan of yours, minus safety. And it's funny about the Mars lander because I'm actually working with an astronaut, and that's one of their conclusion was to build a, an airbag system under the bottom of it that operate the same way as like you right. know, like you can have in your car. Yeah, that's but is
3: there on the is there guesstimate on what it's going to cost to purchase one of these things?
6: Hmm. You know, it, initially it'll be in six figures. You know, yeah, initially, imagine. and then as, 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 as things get on and, you know, they wouldn't cost any more than a, 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 you know, a modern car, you know, a nice modern car. All right. I mean, it is, it, it's, 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 what's interesting is, I mean, part of what, you know, the, the process of engineering, something like this is, it starts out being really complex and then you start whittling it down and whittling it down. And by the end of the day, it's actually fairly simple. I mean, it is. It's it's all carbon fiber. It's all using the latest uh, construction techniques. When it's all done, the technology kind of makes it makes it simpler. I mean, it's it's still it's still incredibly complex machine, but it 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 it, like there's there's, you know, the the average car has ten times as many moving parts, a hundred times as many. There's very few moving parts in this thing. Well, if if, if, if you're telling me.
3: If you're telling me the price is going to be at that pricing level, it means it's going to be pretty much the big boys' toys and the one percenters who are going to have it. And if you could do at me first, a small yeah, favor, at first. right, 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 but at first, can you do me a favor? Make sure they all fail, so we get rid of all the one percenters. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, well, no, th- I'm sorry. That's the outside voice. That's the darkest thing you've
4: ever said on Dark Matter Radio Network. By the way, that's that was cold blooded. So,
6: so, you know, within, within within a couple of years it'll come down to the price where it's going to be, you know, it's really, it's, if somebody was into this thing that, you know, it's not going to take an extravagant amount of money. Like I said, it's not going to be any more than a car. Um, there, there really is nothing. Like I said, this, it's actually, at, at the end of the day, when it's all completely refined, fairly simple. I mean, you have a couple of systems for redundancy, you know, that kind of thing. But for the most part, it's a big chunk of carbon fiber and, and a lot of magnets. I
3: mean, well, if you look at it this way, right now we are in year... 35 of cell phones to the public right and look sure. how much has evolved and changed and become right. more accessible and available can you imagine once this really hits mainstream. Obviously, the first decade and a half, it's going to be a little bit restrictive for most people. But right. as more, instead of more bandwidth and uh, frequencies become available from the government, more airway, air, air traffic lanes will become more available. This could yep. really, really become mainstream. And that's a great I, I, thing. I, I think it almost has to. I mean, like, so there's going to be some
6: corridors created and infrastructure created. Um, I mean, I, I just kind of picture it like, okay, so you're coming into your town, you're going to be going to your office, let's say, and at this point, you know, this is in the future, they're like a, a, a parking garage. You, you come within mm-hmm. a 1,000 feet of that parking garage. Now that parking garage is not going to take over your vehicle and control and bring the car in and set it down on the spot. You're gonna well, that's, that's, that's going to be uh,
3: interesting going into, So you're gonna have to have a controller at work and a controller at home. I don't think the boss is gonna spring for that if you work at McDonalds. <laughs> uh, well, it, it can actually be fully, they, I mean, those Yeah, automated. those guys
4: will still be driving, you know, the their normal normal cars. They're not gonna be driving these flying yeah. cars.
6: <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't be so much just for an office. yeah, it, it's right. completely automated, <laughs> you know, computer controlled, but I mean it's easier a bigger plan in which, you know, what what I mean, you know, what year, I don't know, maybe decades in the future, but at some point, you know, X percent of the population is going to be using these to get around, and it gets to the point where, I mean, can you imagine, like, how, how Chris you know, if in you know, Seattle's area, you, you don't have to take a ferry to get to work anymore. Right. You know, you don't, you point, know, all, all these things. Is it going there, there to be about no, the
3: same size of a normal standard car, or a little bit larger, or, you know, are we going to well, are we gonna have to repaint the lines in the parking lots all over the world?
6: Yes, you will a little bit. It's a little bit wider than a normal car. Mm-hmm. Figure it's about the size of Volkswagen Bug, um, then just a little bit wider.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. Not
6: that. Not that, too that'd be, much. Wider. That'd be a good. That'd be a good way to put it. I mean, it, it, you know, it, you could definitely you know, take a double car garage door. But you could definitely okay. pull it
4: inside your garage. Uh, well. how, how soon are we looking to have one of these things uh, roll off the assembly? I mean, for example, I mean, I know you're, you're gearing everything up now, but. Or I mean, at least a prototype. Tell us, when we're have,
3: yeah. tell, tell, tell us when we can premiere the video.
4: Yes.
6: <laughs> well, if I could step back, this is where I'll, I'll, I'll do a little, a little promo. What I, I was going to do uh, an Indiegogo program. We talked about okay. that, about trying to raise some capital to do it. I held back on it by about a week because I have some friends that, uh, they, they, they put on extreme television shows for some of the largest, you know, power drinks or the, you know, out there. Well, one of those companies has came back and they are falling over themselves that they think this is the coolest thing they've ever seen. And, and they, I'm waiting to see if they want to come in and back. But in the meantime, I'm, 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 I'm on the fence about this Indiegogo thing. I'm actually thinking about maybe talking to some partners, some people that might want to join me in the company, and going from there and launching it. And past all that, which is the finance end, um, uh, within 12 months of me having, the, having the, the, the financial ability to actually manufacture the thing, will be full size testing. Full, you know, wow. test pilots, you know, and that kind of thing. That's, so, that's really be some great ramp I mean, up are, time. Well, I mean, I already have the computer control systems done. I have all the panels, all the all the files are done. You know, or mm. it is 3D printing molds. You lay really car- carbon fiber in. It's all done. It's all. I mean, all all of that legwork is already finished.
4: Now, know? speaking so, of 3D printing, how much of that is uh, helping you guys out with the uh, technology here? 3D printing.
6: Well, it, that's an exciting. Uh, I, I just found out about a week and a half ago. This mm-hmm. Boeing has now, has worked with this company, um, they do uh, Stratasys, they do 3D printers, that kind of thing. And they have created a filament that the FAA has passed to make legal on airplanes.
5: Hmm.
6: And I'm going to be That's working with them, with, with them hand in hand, so we can print all the non-structural parts within the car.
5: So this oh, huge
6: wow. 3D printing company they're going to work with, so, they to, so they're, they're going to come on board and, 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 and let me, you know, again, you know, to use that equipment to print these parts and that kind of thing. So, of uh, this special filament. Like I said it was, well, uh, it was actually boring, and then it created it. I'm just, I'm just kind of riding the, 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 right the
3: coats. Wow. Well, I'll tell you this: when you are ready to start taking it out to trade uh-huh. shows and events to promote it, please reach uh-huh. out to me because yes. I, this is what I do f-
4: mm-hmm. for
3: a living. Uh, this is my full-time thing. Yeah, he doesn't really get paid the trade for the radio show circuit. <laughs> he doesn't. And, you know, he doesn't we get paid. Set for this. up soup to nuts, and right. I would love. Oh. I would love to be involved, Jesse. I truly would, I, and I will help yes, he you would. promote this. Like you wouldn't believe when mm-hmm. it's time, uh, you know. I, trust me, if you need someone to like not create the quote-unquote infomercial on it, but if you uh-huh. need so, if you need someone, you know, to run the trade show circuit for you, please look at me to do that. I I, I, I am so that. into <laughs> this.
6: I'm sorry. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, I'm, I'm I, I I've been out there talking about it. So I'm I'm waiting to run run into a couple of people and say, hey, I love your idea. Let's get together and make this thing work. But after that point, yes, you know, there's there's a I, it's wide open. I this other this other company. I'm not quite sure where they're going to end up on it. But uh, no, it, all that's going to have to be done. I, I, none of that is in place.
3: What do you think you'll be looking to kickstart or Indiegogo for? What's your goal number? Well, for IndieGoGo, it was fifty thousand dollars. How much? Fifty thousand. Um,
6: that okay. seems awfully low. I mean, low. It, I mean it, that, that's that's just bare bones. That would be enough to get everything. That, but that I would mean, l- l- let me cap,
4: okay. let me put let me put it in comparison. Uh, John Schnappy, I think his name or uh, whatever his name is from uh, AMC Movie Talk, is already up about three hundred thousand dollars on uh, Kickstarter, IndieGoGo, and a couple other campaigns that he's kicked off on. To create a documentary on a Superman movie that never happened, you're telling me that you're oh, only that asking for fifty thousand. That's oh, one, that, yeah. That, That's the the one.
3: Nicholas, Nicholas this guy's up to half oh. a
4: million dollars, and you're asking for fifty grand. We got to up the ante here, Jesse. We got to ask for more money. I mean, well, this, this is a great campaign. This is a, this, this is, the way is way much it more important. Is, is it? I,
6: if you if you guys are out there, banging this thing out for me, that part of what he do is, is uh, and and you know, I'll lay down the line. I've never done these kind of. You know, I'm not familiar with these kind of programs or how they exactly all work, but right. I know it's like, uh, you know, you can always get more than you ask for.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
6: And right. so 50 well, I'll, would I'll be 50 would 50 would get things done. And of course, 250 would make a lot more breathing room. 300 and and honestly, the, the kind of interest I'm having would probably go a lot further back. But I put as like, if 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 I get 50 put together, it's going to happen. Now, I, mean, I mean, with, with 50, you can at least
4: build the prototype. That's, I mean, that'll get you at yeah. least the prototype. That, that's, done,
6: completely right. boot, that's completely bootstrapping. That's taking everything I wait, have wait, out of my but, pocket. Hang on, hang
3: on. Okay. If you told me it's going to sell for six digits and only 50 grand will get you a prototype, uh, yeah, right. I'm, how do those numbers work? That's some really good margin. <laughs> yeah.
6: Well, it, the, the, the finish, when it, when it actually goes into production, just, I mean, figure, figure uh, that one's going to be much more refined than the prototype.
3: Oh, so leather seats instead of you know cardboard seats. Yeah, that and just I mean this is going to be rough. I mean it's
6: going to be you know, rougher and whatever, but it's going to you know it's still going to have all the same systems on board. But yeah, the it's the, the finished model is going to you know yeah brand have that brand new car smell in it. <laughs> but but this is just this is just simply and it's going to be more than fifty. And that that would be it. Doing fifty and me putting everything I can into it, every every penny I can get, I can get into well, it myself well, out of uh, my own. Pocket. Jesse,
3: I, I, I'll tell you this on the radio right now. Um, you if you need 50 grand right off the bat if the numbers work out for me and the incentive for putting the money in i will right now on the air right now pledge 10 percent of that right off the bat
6: well let me give you some numbers that is,
3: <laughs> I, I i'm i'm honestly
6: it's uh I, I think, I'd, you know, what we're talking about doing that show about the thing, boy, if, if, if you want to come on board and talk to me separately about it, that'd be great. I mean, that's, a, right. it's par, that's part of the way, you know, okay, everything I've, else. Is,
3: all right. Here's what I'm doing since I can actually see the phone number that you called in on. Am I good to talk to you over the next few days on that, reaching out to you? Oh, well, absolutely. Is, is that a valid number for you? Yep,
6: that's, that's, a, that's the phone number, it's my cell phone, it's in my pocket
3: 24-7. So Okay, I, I promise, obviously, we're not going to give that number out in public. Uh, I, I'm just, you know, just want to point that out, folks. We are not giving that phone number out because Jesse doesn't want all those harassing calls and all the hot women trying to call you, <laughs> getting your attention. Saying, oh, wait no a let back up on that them? idea. Well, hold on, yeah, hold on.
4: I think uh, who would I to right. disagree on the last part there, Alan? Uh,
3: yeah, exactly. So, so then, but yeah, if, if,
6: if, give me a call. Let's all get together. If, you know, maybe. I mean, you sound you've like my, you got a lot got of my uh,
5: attention. You've,
6: you've, I'll okay. tell you
4: this much: if, if you need connections, uh, the other guy here—that's the guy to go to, Jesse. He—he he has connections. He can make of, I have a
3: unique and wide sphere of influence.
4: It's say. definitely wide. Uh, definitely
3: wide.
6: <laughs> well, yeah. Please give me a call. Let's talk. I'm on. I'm on. There, there's lots of things I can talk. There's some things. I can't talk about it on the radio as far as uh, bigger people, uh, big people out there. But we can, we can, we can talk to them if you, if or talk to you if, if you want to. you want to give me a call? You know, help me, maybe you can help me put a campaign together. That'd be fantastic. absolutely. Are
3: you more of a oh, morning yeah, or an definitely. afternoon
6: person? What's that? Are,
3: are you more of a morning or an afternoon person to reach out
6: to? Um, either way, I'm good all the time. All right,
4: he's he's so, one of us. I mean, man. He's I mean, he's
6: up all the time. you <laughs> Florida, so I guess probably. Your afternoon to be the best for me or even an evening best. Really this time of day,
5: that's
3: yeah, good. All right, done. I will definitely make it my business to reach out over the next couple of days. I actually – today I actually have five different show, road shows going on somewhere in the country. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, so when I tell when, – when Angel tells you and I tell you that um, I, I'm very well good in the trade show and the marketing realm of non traditional marketing – Um, Okay. Yeah, there's some experience here.
6: Well, that sounds great. Well, yeah, drop me a line when you can, and (laughs) I'll put it out there. I mean, if if anybody else has the interest, the wherewithal, they want to come on board, they want to get a hold of you guys, to get a hold of me, please do whatever. Whatever, I don't know, whatever's good. I I will happily be the,
3: if you want, I will happily be the buffer for you. Uh, for That'd all those great. listeners that might want to be mm-hmm. involved, and guys who everybody who's been listening to the show for a while now, Over you guys year. know I don't yep. normally dive into something. Um, unless there's unless
4: there's unless there's a profit to be made and a technology to be explored that can <laughs> uh-huh. really get into his mind, and he, I thank think this is the, the kind of thing. Thank
3: you saying the word "explored" and not "exploited." It's well, explored. I was going to go there, but I felt explored. you
4: know I felt like being nice to you for once. <laughs> thank
3: you, thank you, thank you. But um, yeah. You know, if uh, this is the wave of the future, it, it really, is. Oh, yeah, really is. Everybody's been wanting it, and maybe now is the time for it. Maybe you know, maybe we won't farm it out to Asia, and we won't have all these planes crashing.
6: Mm. You know, <laughs> That's a very good point.
3: You know, point. <laughs> the, the smaller the vehicle, the less damage it can do.
6: Mm. Mm-hmm. it's small. It's lightweight. It is I mean, you can you know it's this this is a single made for a single passenger, but making it into a third passenger takes a very very uh, – the actually energy that's created through the main span and the and the magnetic system would take nothing to have two even four people but uh, you know the idea is uh, – my idea behind it is actually a flying sports car okay well, I'm just thinking we're not
3: gonna we're not gonna have flying school buses in the next couple of decades. no, no not, so we don't yet but
4: and let me ask you a question So This is a single Passenger uh, vehicle So You can't impress The ladies with this thing Jesse I mean you know The whole point of being With a girl Is where you You're driving you <laughs> She's sitting next <laughs> to you Stuff happens Things pop up If you know what I'm saying There Mr. Uh, <laughs> no, Marcel Well moving this into two- if, if you're in the sky this, Man that's a whole Level of game You just upped If you're flying in the maybe. sky With a girl You know what I mean
6: that's an interesting idea. Well, well, like I said making it into 2 persons <laughs> is nothing. It's, it's actually it's less than a one-foot uh, difference in the rotor diameter to to create the thrust efficiently and safely, et cetera. It it actually is kind of interesting because you know how electric motors work. They create all their torque in the first spin. it's, it's all front. This is actually capable. You can put enough energy into the the magnetic field created by the body to create mm-hmm. three to four thousand horsepower. But that's like the way it is right now. The design would put up about a thousand horsepower. And okay, now, course, now, the now and the hang, hang on. The whole
3: entire thing is electric-powered, correct?
6: Correct, 100%.
3: Do you feel the way things are, even though you know, big oil spread out across the world, do you think big oil might try and put a stop to you?
6: you know, you're not – that has come up before, that people – that, that they said you need to be a little bit weary because this – really, most people believe this is the way of the future. And this vehicle that we created here, or they're working the on... But big is, oil is still wants it. their
3: profits from their big oil.
6: Right. And and, and, this is not, you know, and this is not something that they'd want to see or have any reason to see come out, because, yeah, there's, this gets removed. And if, if I could take it one step beyond this, the, this, this thing I created here, I actually created it for a platform for a different technology. I was actually working on... Uh, if you can imagine, uh, inertia means static, but a Correct. vector inertia would be a, a static force, but in a vector direction. Right. Now, I, I've been able to use, in, in a sense, in a fluid to create a bias drive that will basically create a split in gravitational pull. It's not, I'm not, that's not breaking any physical properties. But in essence, you can create a directional energy um, that you don't need to push around the air around it to make it work. It's not, you know, air from there now, we do a propeller, so I push the air around it, unless we're, you know, a rocket or something like that. What do you, but what do you, this would oh, actually... Uh, this is fluid? Well, yeah, it's it's actually it's it's a design. It's a, it's basically, a, 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 it uses a fluid to create a vector force without using uh, air around it. So you do I assume you could, that uh, you're
3: using yeah. merc- Do I want to assume that you're using mercury?
6: Uh, it, okay. Mercury is the death fluid. I mean, it it you, you, it'd be the, the whole principle behind this was basically you could have a ball that creates a vector force so to get rid of all your jet engines, get rid of propellers you put this the center of an airplane and it'll push it through the sky or pull it through the sky, float it around and stop it. Anyway, it's just, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's an advanced form of an engine that doesn't exist yet. But my idea was, okay, you create a basic platform that you can, that, uh, they can use to fly. And then you know, these corner rotors would be replaced by these spheres. And these spheres would be the ones that actually change the direction. But we're talking about, you know, uh, uh something infinitely more complex than this car. I mean, it's, 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 it it's sounds like it's
3: gravimetric. It sounds like it's gravimetric propulsion.
6: You know that that would be a kind of a way. I mean, you figure that okay, gravity, gravitons. Uh, they are center mass pulls. Any mass is going to pull towards another mass by center by a, a, a theory of graviton waves, et etc., et cetera, et cetera. If there's a way to reflect those waves, which there really isn't, you can create something that's, that's weightless, let's say. But what if there's a way to bend those waves? Which was a way to split those waves, uh, 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 and if you can okay. split those waves into two directions, we're still talking about breaking physical laws when we do that. But there might be a way to to, to cause, in essence, the, the the a little bit of energy that's used to split the direction of the gravity waves to create a propulsion system, create a vector of inertia. So there's a way there's a way in there to do that. I've done it in a very light sense using fluids. The whole thing is to ramp it up to make make a, a force that's actually meaningful. You could, you could, you know, use for this, and and I really think that's that's where our future is It's going to be a device like that. It's going to, it's where we're going to be, in essence, going to be dividing the, dividing gravitational forces and using them for for you know, uh, for, for, for for propelling things. Eventually, you know, the idea of you know a true Jetsons car, or, a, or the idea of a floating building or something like that. I mean, uh, now, these are now, all. Are,
3: are, are you sure? now? That's interesting. Are you, uh, now, now here's the interesting question, Jesse: A floating building. Are we sure? sure. Here's the most important question: Are we sure that your grandfather gave over every single piece of evidence <laughs>
4: he had from Roswell? <laughs> now that you're That might be the best question he has all your folks. So make sure you listen I'm, for the uh, answer to this.
6: No, I, I, I'm, the most the most I got from Roswell was sitting on the banks of a bayou fishing with my grandfather.
3: <laughs> I had that,
6: to, that, ask, that's, that's, I had to that? ask
3: that. You know, I, I oh, hope you understand. Sure. That.
6: I had to ask that question. <laughs> well, I, you know, my, my like I said, my my father was a very brilliant man. He. he he gave us ideas on ways to think about things, and, and it's just that process. It's a bit, This, it's all, outside, it's, it's this all is there. not
3: thinking outside the box. This is saying, guess what? Uh, there is no box anymore. We yep. just unfolded the box. Uh, it's now a flat plane that we're going to be working above.
6: <laughs> well, it's interesting when you look at that, if you want to talk about science for a minute, but, you know the idea of conservation of energy, how does it happen in the universe? The, uh, there's ideas out there that... Uh, around black holes that space is actually crushed into two dimensions and when you crush the dimensions you have an infinite volume which isn't really a volume anywhere but information is saved basically when you do it the way some of the latest series are and that's interesting because if you're willing to go to that level then is there somewhere in there that's one of the most basic forms of energy which is gravity. Is there a way to manipulate that beyond the idea of changing time and, and velocity, that kind of thing? And there actually is. There's another variable in there that can be toyed with. And it's in that area um, that we can, you know, all these solutions, all our ideas of energy. I mean, yeah, you know, you know everybody talks about, you know, zero-point energy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, all interesting, all, all, you know, very uh, fringe, put it that way. But okay. something like this is not, this is not out of, this is not out of our grasp. This is within our grasp. Now, we don't, we don't have a, we're not, we, we haven't figured out a way to get to it yet, but we will. And, and that yeah. moment will change everything.
4: Uh, and I again, and, and again. how far off do you think we are from that moment? Given if you get to 50000 A decade.
6: I, I would say we're within a decade.
4: Within a decade. We'll have the first yeah,
6: prototype. I, things are moving fast enough forward that... Uh, You know, where where we're coming with, you know, all these little keywords is, you know, the idea of a quantum nature of physics and that kind of thing. You know, microparticles beyond our imagination, how our mind can change the outcome of experiments. You know, it's it's those kind of things that pull apart our concrete idea of what physics is and, and how the relationship of, you know, part A works to part B. It just as soon as we're willing to look outside of that box, and we already are. I mean, we're we're at there today. It it, it leaves open the notion, like I said, with gravity, this mystical energy is created by mass. How do we how do we harness that? I mean, it it, it you know it's, it's so mind boggling that even light that has no, no mass to it whatsoever is still affected by gravity. It's still it's still pulled. So this mystical godlike force that's out there, it's like how do we harness that? I mean, it's everywhere around us.
5: Yep. It's yep. it's
6: it's not like it's it's not it's not unsafe. It's not like it's uh you know it's, it's dangerous in some way. Um Right. right. Unless sure, you know jump off a building, it's kind of like a good thing. But, yeah. If it wasn't um, for gravity,
4: we wouldn't be here right now.
6: Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's it's around us. It's in us. It's in everything. It's everything. It's the force. Has any it, yeah. So exactly. It's so it's a very rudimentary principle of our entire universe, and it's mm-hmm. still not quite understood, but it's a matter of even, you know, not, not going to the point of some crazy physical rearranging of particles to make it work. I think it's within our grasp to to, to, to be able to use it for a source of energy. Oh, and yeah. once we get there, which I don't think we're that far off of, you know, then it's, again, again it's going to change everything. Why, you know, if, We're not doing it, anything different today than they did when the Wright brothers were, you know, creating propellers. That's true.
4: That's it's, true. That's true.
3: It's just it's, it's a,
4: you know more modernized. But here's the thing: now you you say fifty thousand dollars or get the the prototype finished, but you're given a decade span. Now is fifty thousand just to get a Kickstarter, or would that pay the entire prototype, or will, or will there be more funding needed in the next uh, five six years until the decade is over to get the thing finished?
6: Um, this this way it is. With fifty, we can get the project going, going to okay. the point where there there isn't any. There 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 would be. It would be such a leap forward that um, getting a secondary round of financing, people would be beating down your doors because I mean you would be, a, you'd, be the, you'd be the biggest thing with a sliced bread, slight <laughs> say right, right. I mean there would be uh, it was like even like this this power grant company they're you know you're talking you know into seven figures to to get hold of the thing. So it's wow. it's all you know like I said it's all uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, but the fifty would get things rolling. Gotcha. And
3: Will that at least get a working demo built to prove that it works, pr- or do you need secondary financing to get a flying at least you know one quarter scale, if not bigger?
4: Right. At a certain altitude, at least you know it, 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 it will propel.
6: It it would get it through
4: a third scale prototype
6: without a problem. A one third scale thing. prototype and and part of that it makes it easy because if you're doing it that rate, you do you make it with filaments that are carbon laced instead of carbon fiber sheeting, that kind of thing um, so that's what it is. I wanted to look at it as um like when I was when I was going to the Indiegogo program, which I maybe will still do um that i I really think they would go well over the fifty thousand dollars, but fifty thousand dollars would make it happen.
3: Well, but with your history and and how we would present it on Indiegogo, as well as from what you're telling me, obviously not on the show. You know, the other people in the chain of command or the chain, you know, putting if they're willing to attach their names to it, will lend a significant amount of credibility, depending on how we present it. Right. Give it, you know, depending on how it's presented to the public and who's involved in it, getting the numbers to where you want it to be is very realistic, and obviously it's something we could have a phone conversation about afterwards. And obviously listeners, oh. by the way, if you are interested in having some involvement, obviously you can email Skywatchers at our Facebook page, as well or, as a direct email that
4: Angel's yeah, about to say. Or just directly uh, send it to info at Skywatchersradio.com. With that, though, guys, we have to hit a commercial break. Jesse, uh, could you stick around with us uh, for a little bit longer? We definitely want to talk to you more about this, man. This oh, is I'd, be, I'd be happy to. Do, sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we might have Martin Willis on. We might not. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm trying to reach out to him. I'd love to have him join the conversation. It would be great if you could join us on the other side here of the break. Uh, we're also going to have uh, open lines. If you guys want to call in, ask Jesse anything, ask Martin, myself, or the other guy. Whatever you want to ask, call in 786-245-8127. It's the call-in number. Guys, stick around. This is the Dark Matter Radio Network, and you're listening to Skywatcher's Radio. We'll be
6: and either we like it or not is already very much part of our reality.
1: I've been on panels with uh, military people who, you know, claim that they've seen the aliens buzzing our missile silos. They have very large eyes. and You know, I found their stare extremely difficult to bear. This is Martin Willis, the host of Podcast UFO, and we are here on the Dark Matter Radio Network every Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is my commitment to bring you an entertaining weekly show that takes a hard look at the UFO phenomena. Are they extraterrestrial? Or are they interdimensional? Are they time travelers or something we have not even thought of yet? We explore these questions with interesting guests and witnesses from all around the globe. In addition, we bring you weekly UFO news with Open Minds TV, Alejandro Rojas. Thank you for listening, and remember, keep your eyes to the sky.
2: Hello, I'm Bruce Pearson, documentary producer, investigator, and co-host of Unknown Origins Radio, which airs each Thursday evening from 8 till 10 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network. Please join me and my colleague Mark Johnson for two hours of thought-provoking interviews discussing some of today's most intriguing subjects with researchers, authors, and eyewitnesses on a range of topics. So whether you're a newcomer to the community of exploration of the unexplained or a seasoned veteran and investigator, I'm sure you will find interesting content and concepts on Unknown Origins Radio right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network. And I encourage you to check out the entire lineup of unique programming here on the network. There's truly something for everyone. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to sharing our fascinating guests and their topics on Unknown Origins Radio, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern here on the Dark Matter Radio Network.
1: This is James Swagger, host of Capricorn Radio. I'm also an author, engineer and researcher. Capricorn Radio covers alternative history, alternative science, philosophy and truth-orientated discussions. We are proud to be on the Dark Matter Radio Network, live at 8pm Saturdays, Eastern Standard Time. You can catch extra info on darkmatterradio.net, jamesswagger.com for yours truly, Capricorn members.com for the archives. Don't forget, truth is not
5: democratic. Truth is truth.
4: We cover everything from the known to the unknown, the normal to the paranormal archaeologists to psychologists, and even UFOs. We tell what's coming, what's going. The government lies to the government thrives. We're late night in the Midlands, and we cover everything. Every Sunday night at 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, on the Dark Matter Radio Network. everybody we 're back live on the Dark Matter radio network. This is sky watchers radio and you 're listening live to our show tonight with not one but two very very cool guys on the show and the other guy but the two cool gentlemen on this show one has a legendary family of course i 'm talking about Jesse Marshall the third who 's joined us here in the first hour as a surprise uh, we weren 't expecting him on this week but we were to- uh, you know talking about him because he was on an earlier show on uh, dark Matter which the other gentleman, who's a very cool gentleman, is the host of, and that, of course, is Martin Willis of Podcast UFO, who's actually joining us live. Thank you for joining the show, and you must be all talked out and edited out after being <laughs> on radio tonight, my friend. Thank you for no, being here. No,
1: I'm fine. I'm just getting started. I'm, I'm fine. Now, <laughs> thank, you for, you know, uh, thank you for inviting me, and it was uh, actually great to hear Jesse talk uh, about things that he and I hadn't touched on, so I was kind of getting into it and looking forward to hearing more.
3: Well, I, you know, I was I was actually on the break talking with Jesse. And yep. by the way, listeners, you know, if you have alternative applications for what Jesse's putting together, I mean, I'm looking at it's not going to be the new Amazon delivery service, but from what you're telling me and the amount of thrust and horsepower mm-hmm. this can generate, this might have other applications as well. Yes. You know, for like not just moving people, but you know, moving you know large objects that need mm-hmm. to get shifted around, um, or stuff getting that needs to get placed on a freaking skyscraper. For all we yeah. know, you know. Well,
6: yeah, you could. If it, yeah, you could. I mean, and it, 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 I mean, I guess you're, you're almost getting to the where what a helicopter does, but in really tight areas where you couldn't do that, you could fly this in. Um, just as just an example, this this picture was painted by a, a, a marking team for this. Energy company, uh, they're they're sitting saying, "Imagine this," and of course, this this is no, no value. But okay, Super Bowl's going on. You're, you're you know, every teams are starting to come out, da da da. Now, just picture five of these coming around the outside and now coming down and circulating around the field and then flying out the other side. You're saying that is what we want you to do. So I'm thinking, well, cool, let's do it. But the, I mean, that the, you know, like I said that isn't a useful purpose. just to give an idea of what's possible. You're going to really, there's, there's, you're going to
3: really, replace the fans on the Goodyear blimp.
6: Mm. Yeah, you get there. There there really is something like this. It's it's quiet. It's efficient. Um, It's it it really and and at the at the heart of it is like I said. It's it's really a flying gyroscope. It's a really good way way to look at it. It's, It's super stable. You know. It's again. It's no special licensing, you know, as far as you're not going to have to go out and you don't have to have a pilot's license unless you're to fly over a certain altitude. A well, right now,
4: but I mean, the, the DMV eventually might want regu- to regulate this thing in the future. They? Well, they're they're FAA. 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 Or DMV. Oh, the FAA, yeah, or anybody. Yeah,
3: is, yeah. Who, who's responsible for making a it- Department of Transportation approved. You know, you know. I, I I can't wait to see the bumper crash test for this thing.
5: Oh man! <laughs>
3: it's, <laughs> they, they,
6: it's it's the FAA right now, but you figure that it's just because it's never really come that far. But when you get to the point where it's truly the way you know, Back to the Future, it's truly the way you envision a flying car. Then, of course, the FAA is going to be, in, and their FAA is involved at this point. But it'll become it'll come down to how you know there will probably be a, a you know, whole new government agency created. To do nothing but you know create new laws of regulation but take money the, and regulations. it. exactly. <laughs> and uh, and that's that is not is going to be too far
5: in
1: the future. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> Jesse,
5: Jesse
1: yeah. I have a question. Um, are you, is this more or less a theory that this thing will uh, not? I mean to say it this way, but is it more or less a theory that if you put enough horsepower with these fans, these four fans? Um, that it will actually operate properly. I mean, you have no way to really test this right now.
6: It, it's the, the the really the four outside fans that aren't used for thrust or vertical thrust. It's all the central fan, and you can and no you can, well you can test exactly how many watts you need to put into it to create an, uh, the amount of lift necessary. So it's not so theory. the
3: central fan creates the lift. The other four is controlling direction,
6: just directional Pitching stability. You know. That's it. Makes and sense. also Yeah. And,
3: and part of the idea is to keep
6: it as simple as possible. My idea is you want you want as few moving parts as possible. Um, bearings, okay, it's all magnetic bearings, that kind of thing. Now the the central fan itself is a motor, the main motor and the whole thing. But uh, you figure that like the central fans, I want to be able to eventually drive off of the main fan instead of having their own propeller. Right now they're all separate, but you want to you want to get to that point. And then, the, um, like I said, the, the simple, the the fewer number of parts, the central fan has much more power than necessary, or can create much more thrust than necessary. So you want to do is wind it back. You only want to create as much thrust as necessary, plus a little bit, because of course it's going to take less energy to do that. And, uh, you know, so there, there, there are some variables, but it's not theory as far as the amount of thrust it's capable of creating
3: to lift it. Well, all you listeners, we've heard it here so far, and obviously we're going to throw more questions. But if anybody sees this flying through the air without the .com on it, we all know (laughs) it's going to be a real and true UFO till he puts his .com name logo on it.
6: It would be an
4: unidentified flying object. That's true. I suppose. You know, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's funny. I'm sure when you guys start test flying the uh, the prototype, there's going to be all kinds of uh, sightings and reports are going to go around because I mean you have to test fly this somewhere. Just like drones. Yeah. 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 Well, just like drones. Well,
3: is is it going to have a man made kind of look or an otherworldly look? Uh,
6: well it's gonna look pretty much just like the way like, like you, the way it's gonna look,
4: you said? Well like the image yeah. on the website you showed me, right, Jesse's gonna look just it's like identical.
6: those those are okay. those are built from the actual files are using. I, I haven't panel. seen so. I haven't seen the website. By the way, give us the
4: website link so I give it on, on the on the air if you if you can.
6: Yeah, this is
4: just, it's airbornemotors.com. Airbornemotors.com. There you go. Yeah. I'm gonna link it to our, our Twitter also so anybody who is following along can uh, check out the uh the webpage and bookmark it. Also, people. Yeah, oh, it's it, beautiful it's, design. And I, I, yep.
6: I encourage everybody. It, it, a lot of people don't, but you know, I'm I'm very easy to get hold of if you want to, if you're interested in it, and on any level. There's a, oh. a contact button on the footer. There's a newsletter mm-hmm. button. There's you know, obviously you know, go if you can go to the radio station, drop a message there like these guys left emails. Those are all good ways and it's it's you know, this is just a it's it's been a fun project. But definitely if you have any questions, please please call or drop I, a message. I,
3: I I've seen one photo of it. Is there does it load up another photo? Uh, is there an overhead so I can see
6: Yep, there's an overhead. There's yeah, there's uh let me see the the first
4: there's a couple of them on the on Oh the I homepage. see, it. okay. I got
3: it now. I got it now. Oh wow, that's that's actually really interesting.
4: Really cool uh, looking, huh?
3: Yeah. And and I'm assuming that is, you know, on the back side of it is where you're having your direction. There's an open area. Oh, and oh, that's for the fan for okay. I right. see. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> now let me ask you, is there going to be do you have a designated ceiling height? Is the cabin going to be pressurized? Um, no, it, yeah, kid, people it, like honestly, Shaquille O'Neal
4: buy one of these things
3: I, I, Are you going to put a horn on it So you can honk <laughs> if there's traffic <laughs> yeah, oh. I, yeah, I, I, I can't hear you up there the horn, idea. <laughs> uh,
6: I'm not, not, the horn idea is an interesting idea I mean it's going to have lights uh, you know, Those kind of things like A, a car would kind of um, it, you know, the, the, the air wouldn't it, it could create enough thrust to, tr- to go through 25,000 feet You'd never want to do it It's not pressurized My idea is actually something that flies 30-35 feet off the ground is not you're not flying way up there. You're flying just over the treetops, just over the power lines, that kind of thing. You're not you know, you're not way up there. It's actually it's, you definitely could, but it's, as a matter of, you know, it does have a rocket propelled shoot or designed for a rocket propelled shoot in the tail cone of it. So okay. that's uh, one I'll, safety by measure. By the way, I'm
3: looking at the image, how do you get in and out of it without stepping on the blades? You don't see it what it is, there's
6: gonna be a, 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 like a netted carbon fiber cover over the top of the fan that you'll be able to step on. To get in. And you'll, you'll see the picture. The picture actually doesn't have the lines cut out, but the the, the, the top of it opens like a clamshell almost, where you just climb inside. So you're gonna, really? And also, the figure when it's sitting on the ground, the fan is, is only a foot tall, so it's not like you're climbing up and over a bunch of stuff to get to it.
3: Uh, 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 folks, uh, you have to check out airbornemotors.com. I am more than impressed and enthusiastic about it. Now, I would just say mm-hmm. the four fans that you have around the sides, it's a shame you can't. Um- turn them sideways and they turn into wheels to drive. Right. <laughs> I, yes,
6: somebody actually patented an idea of that exact same, that thing. They use four fans and they turn into wheels, which I thought was kind of like somebody I mean, actually patented that because I've seen that really
4: in like, movies. Well, what, 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 how yeah, I've was, seen right? that in oh,
6: cartoons. They, I haven't seen it in Yeah. Real life. <laughs> it, it, be a, it's, it's not that it couldn't be done. I don't know if it would be a very efficient way to do something like this. It's basically, I've also designed, like, say so you, you plug it in your garage. So it's designed just like a Tesla. You know, plug it in the car of the garage. Well, there's also going to be an airline in that. So when you plug it in, it's not going to only provide electricity, but an airline that goes into it. And that's going to have uh, a, a basically a pneumatic system that pushes down four pegs or four posts and lift it off the ground. So you can once you step inside of it, you push a button it'll go up to the height it'll be on these four little uh, four like legs, and the legs mm-hmm. will actually have like a, a wheel system on the bottom, so you can cruise around on that but it's it's just it's not meant to be driven so to speak it's meant to it's meant to be in the air yeah who wants to drive I mean, a you, flying
4: car that is not flying That's
6: yeah i mean it' be <laughs> i mean it'd be easy enough you could i mean the, the the winglets on the wings you could integrate wheels inside those so you could drive, so to speak. And maybe, you know, that'd be a version that's uh, worth thinking about. I mean, I, I, I have, but it's, it also comes down to the point where really, you know, where it's going to be the, 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 the bang power, of this whole thing is being off the ground. And there's really no reason to be on the ground uh, more than you have to be. I mean, it's going to be so much smoother and more stable as soon as, it's, you know, well, as soon as it's in the air.
1: Jesse, do you envision that there would be a speed limit if, uh, you know, regulated, say, this thing's 30 feet in the air. Um, when you were on my show, we talked about, you know, maybe corrals that they could travel in, regulated somehow. But uh, the thought of speed and also, is there a braking? I mean, it sounds like it could break with the fans.
5: Yeah,
6: the, 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 not, and like, what's different than a quadcopter drone, the quadcopter drones, the 4 corner fans, I and mean, there's probably some size are are static where these actually rotate in three directions. They, they rotate forward, back, side to side. Um, so, yeah, you'd you basically, the, the, you could kick all the fans, so the four-corner fans would now be up, sitting up and down, traveling, so all the thrusts are going forward, which would stop you. You could also drop the tail of it via the quarter, the, drop the back of it via thrust, and then, and, and then the, the main fan would act like a, a very strong you know, brake, I guess, in a way. Mm.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: So all, all those are completely within the realm of what this could do. And as far as the speed limit, you know, especially when it comes down to the point where there are corridors created where you can fly in and out of somewhere to go to work or whatever have you, I, I can't imagine there's going to be some meaningful speed limit, you know, just, just purely for safe. Not to mention, as, a, as this technology is more and more accepted and there's you know, more and more things flying around, it's going to get more difficult. You know, of course, if, if you're flying within 50 feet of another one of them, you know, like Closing in on something at 100 miles an hour, 50 feet away, it would be incredibly dangerous. But if this is, you know, if you're traveling. Well,
4: here, here's the thing Is there a way to put some kind of a, of a GPS on these things where if they detect another uh, one of these things uh, 50 feet away from it, it'll yeah, signal you immediately to a move point. away?
5: Yeah, it's already
4: already part of it. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Because, I mean, that right so, there is. The, the, part of the reason
1: why move, the
4: GPS is. Oh, good. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was just saying you could also move to a different level too. I mean, you don't right. have to fly thirty feet. You could fly at different levels. Different cars could fly at different levels. Right, right, right.
6: And, and you can know, at right angles, you know, twenty feet apart, up and down. And it would. And and part of it's where that technology makes it safe is uh, like back to the GPS. Part of the GPS system, the, the, the way it's, the way that I have it integrated is, if you fly up, if you're thirty feet in the air, and well, I'm sure I wrong. If you're flying down a canyon you're banking left, you're banking right, you're having a great time, all of a sudden you lose sight of the horizon, you don't know where you're at. You drop all the drop all of the uh, controls and it'll go into a hover and GPS will keep it over a certain point. So if mm. you're in a wind, it doesn't, if you're going to a hover and you're blown sideways to a tree, that's not a very good thing, but this would actually stabilize. The GPS itself would help to stabilize it in the, on a hover over a given point. And also, you know, the same thing, is that you, obviously at some point detecting other vehicles, having their, uh, you know, some kind of a a common system used out there where they they you know basically talk to each other, so you'll know a proximity you know, the proximity to the next flying whatever. Right. Now, is, I mean, none of we're talking about is complicated. It's actually, I mean, this is this is just this is pretty simple stuff. I mean, they, they yeah, this is stuff we have now.
4: Cars. Yeah, you this know, is stuff we have it's, now. Of course, yeah, yeah.
6: It's, it's it's the application of existing technology, is all.
4: I mean, adapting some of the stuff now, like the the car that parks itself, for example. I mean, the right. technology that yeah, could yeah. be adapted to this. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that is adaptable now, so we really are not that far off. I mean, I don't even think we're a decade away yeah. from having something like this uh, manufactured and actually oh, uh, flown. Right. I mean, there's been test flights before of, of cars that fly. I mean, it, yeah. it's happened already, but uh, hasn't just gotten to a you know a production line like uh, or. A, Really uh, something that looks practical because the ones that I've seen right. just do not look practical at all. This looks very, very practical. it fits in your garage i mean this looks really, really good compared to the stuff I've seen in before so
6: yeah and that that was one of the biggest premises about the whole thing is it right. has to be it has to be usable it doesn't it doesn't help if you have to use the airports you know that right, kind of exactly. thing. It, it has to be it has to be simple safe. You know all those kind of things, and, and practical above all. And that's mm-hmm. and that's exactly what the whole design encompasses. It, it, like I said, again, it's just applying old principles in a different way. So,
1: uh, Jesse, have you thought about a price tag yet?
6: You know, the six first ones like. will be the, the the first ones are going to be in the six figures. Yeah, there's going to be a lot to them, but it's the same thing as anything else. As you, the more refined they can, the more more of a of a you know not a hand built one by one thing is every right. mass produced. There won't be any more expensive than a car. I mean, none of the parts in the car in are very expensive at all.
3: Reuse? Do you have a What's facility that? that? Do you have a facility in mind you're going to reuse? You're going to build a facility from scratch. For uh, I have
6: facilities. I have facilities that I've been working with the engineers that are going to make the. They're actually going to cast the parts. They're going to make the parts for the you know, the body mm. and all that kind of thing and the rotors and all the rest of it. Um, the rest of it's just odds and ends. I mean, all the individual pieces. Uh, I can, I, you know, I, it's, it's as simple as just, you know, using the right film to use a three D printer to create them. Well,
4: here, here's a, another question for you, Jesse. Once you have the prototype yeah. uh, built, and you, you're obviously going to look at this uh, to sell it and make a profit, or are you looking to uh, maybe have another bigger company come in, like a GM or a Ford or something like that, and have them get involved to mass produce these things?
6: Uh, you know, either way would be fine. I, it, it's, it's as long as I can. I want to be part of developing the technology. Right. And, and creating the newer version, the newer better, you know, whatever whiz thing part of it will be. The, I want to be part of that. The ownership of it, it, it none of it's, you know, I'm not it's it, not that important. If if somebody came in and wanted to buy it out, that that would be fine. It's not really I I don't say I haven't really looked at it that way.
4: Well, the reason I ask also, look, if it's going to be six figures, let say you sell this thing for 600000 $400,000, whatever you know, whatever, maybe, right, maybe right. a million, maybe more. You never know what top bidder might give you for the, you a know, flying car. Say you get that kind of money, I mean, that would speed up production on the next one, and then you could sell the next one, and literally you could really start from the ground up just by that first prototype.
6: Absolutely. Yeah, it would be easy. I mean, my fun comes in the design of it. It's not it's right. not the rest of it. So that, that's exactly it. It would be, its it, its basically being able to live a childhood dream, you know. It's like it, being able to do what I want—that uh, my 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 deepest love is for, you know—that would be great. And uh, and this would be—that would give a means to be able to make the whole thing happen. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, so sadly, we, we're not going to
4: have the flying car this year, like in Back to the Future. Yeah. But we're, we're a decade away uh, from well, it, having a prototype built that actually looks practical and works. Well,
6: actually, a decade away would be—they'd be I think all over the place. I mean, I. If, if I was to have the, the right back and say, hey, I love this thing, let's get together and just make this happen, we can have a prototype this year.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it would be, yeah. be like
6: we'd have to focus on it, by by the end of the year we'd have something that, that something could sit in and, and it might still be tethered to that point to certain FAA regulations so and getting the thing getting all, all set up. But you'd have something that actually would do what we're talking about.
4: Doing. I mean, what kind of, mon- what kind of monetary uh, would it take, what kind of monetary amount would it take to get it built in one year? From now,
6: um, I would hate to okay. I mean, quote a price.
1: I'm going to say half a million. That's a good number.
6: Okay. If, if, if 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 I could, uh, okay, let's say it's half my dollars. If, if 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 those kind of if those funds could be raised, I mean, that's a lot of money, to me personally. But right. it's not, in the realm of what we're talking about, it's not a lot of money. Um, right. I, 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 could ramp up and I could dedicate an engineering team to making it happen, which is, like I it's not a, that's, that's not as much as it seems like it would be because, like I said, all the files are done to create the parts. So it'd be just a matter of, yeah, I mean, if I had 500, yeah, by Christmas we'd have, we'd have something that somebody could sit in and, and, and go crazy with
4: i'm telling you if the guy directing a batman or yeah, a batman superman movie or whatever uh documentary could get half a million dollars jesse you mm-hmm. should have no problems because you know how many people and not only in this country but worldwide are jonesing for a flying car are you kidding me this is not only your dream you have to understand you're living the dream that me and millions and millions of others have had
6: so yeah I, you know I- I, I hate to sound like a pessimist. I, I just don't know. It's like it, it's, it's uncharted territory for me. I mean, what you're saying, I thought of. I think yeah, it makes sense. I mean, just I I, 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 people are amazed by this thing and just and love it. And it's like so. I can't. And I'm not. I'm not just creating some new garage door opener, some smart garage door opener, or something like that. But those people do that and they they, they raise a million bucks on these programs, and it's mind-blowing. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, yeah, you you so I think, you, you well, need
4: a. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you, you, what you need yeah. is really a, a a person with a big, fat wallet, like a Donald Trump type or well, a Mark Cuban type. Not
3: necessarily so, because they're going to want too big of a piece of the pie. It's splitting so. it up across multiple people who could each not just lend money, but lend other skill sets that might not be in your bag of tricks might be your sure. better option.
5: Hmm. That, Good point.
3: That's, that, that's, that's my view. That's actually possible.
6: And yeah. I'm, 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 I'm really open. It's, I'm not – this isn't like – I know some people are like, oh, "This is my baby. Every stay away from it." It's like, no, you know, if somebody out there thinks, you know, this is a passion of mine, and I, I'm looking at this thing and I want to come along and, and do what I can, I'm, great. Well, get hold of it. You know, I'm not. It's not. It's it's not. You know, it's like, yeah, let's just make this happen. Um, I got, I, got, I got a lot of the footwork done, and I got some very very big people interested in it. But I I can't. I don't want to sit here <laughs> for six months for some for one opportunity to come down the road. I want to I, I don't want to Let any grass grow So that's the reason I'm Right now It's a position of, Hey you know There's got to be some, some, some other people You know We're not talking About tens of millions Of dollars It's right, this right. I'm willing I'm going To go into this thing And make this thing Happen You know So so,
4: what, so where are we Going from here Because I mean you're, you're breaking The news today Or, or tonight On uh, Podcast UFO And on Skywatchers Radio right here On Dark Matter You broke the news To the audience That this is in development What's the next step Now for you In the very immediate future Like where do you go Right now from You know from here
6: you know, I the, I I've created that Indiegogo program. Right. Um, I do have I I have a little a little PR team out in New York that has, has mm-hmm. been putting together you know press releases that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's more or less me pushing the button. Now let's step back for a moment. Like, there's one thing: is if I could have somebody that could act like what you're talking about for like almost like a manager who's really connected out there, who knows? Oh, that looks good, but is familiar with these kind of programs could lend some guidance
3: that, that that help would be invaluable well i, mean, in I, I meantime, will definitely dig into my phone book and rolodex of people that would be interested i you know some people are might not be famous names but they have skill sets that have let them be wealthy but still be in the shadows well
6: see, it's like I, I even i've gone through a company i have term sheets are basically for if you have accredited investors if they they watch you want to take it, you know, like obviously Indiegogo and Kickstarter are, are, you know, basically donations or contributions to make the thing happen. And and, uh, I have a whole list of really cool perks to go along with that. But on the the flip side of it, like equity crowdfunding, I've already, like I said, I've already gone through and prepared or had companies prepare the, you know, these, these term sheets and that kind of thing. We just have, basically an initial valuation of the company and we're going to do an offering for this many shares and it's a dollar a share, blah, 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 all that kind of information. So and I can get that over to you too. So there's two yes. sides to the table is one is equity. We actually own part of the company and the other one's their contribution, you know, for, you know, to make it happen. So,
3: well, there's, there's definitely people to reach out to, and obviously it's not going to be discussed on the, phone, on the, on the no, show no. tonight, folks. No, no, no. F- folks, we are not <laughs> going to give the public the secret sauce of how this is going to actually come to be. No, no. But no. you'll have to buy the documentary. That's going to cost $50,000. Yes, 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 start yes, You actually buying yes. the DVD now for, for the documentary <laughs> of how this all came to be.
4: And, by the way, if you want to send your money now, send it to info at skywatchesradio.com. I'll tell you exactly how to donate that money. It's in the mail.
6: Well, and one of the perks just going out there was actually, I'm a published author as well, is to actually create a, 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 basically a picture book. Of how this came together, from step one mm. all the way to the point where it's flying, and uh, I think it's kind of cool. But that's that's one of the things. That, uh, you actually, together. honestly, Still, you
4: should put together a documentary. Uh, to, uh, yeah, the I process. agree. Actually,
3: um, yep. I, actually, I would uh, like to throw out the idea. I'd love to be involved Jesse, in that, Jesse. You've been interviewed by so many different shows on the History Channel and TLC. Mm. Um, yeah, all, all those I, kind of things. I'm I, I'm wondering if this might not be a bad. Is this a good idea to create? a show oh. of how it's going to come to be in pass, past and that generates the funding
6: <laughs> well there is I in mean, mean it's the space said I'm actually right now yeah. on, a, on a television program right right now it's actually looking great it has nothing. it's para, a show on paranormal stuff but I mean there's a possibility of doing some kind of like you know, a reality show that's funded through the, you know, obviously the advertising that comes through those stations and this distribution whatever. So I mean, right, those right. are all... Yeah, I, it, I don't see it, this
3: getting on Shark Tank anytime soon.
6: So... No, I, I, I don't... I, this, this is actually... I mean, not the Shark Tank, summit's so I mean, an interesting show, it's interesting ideas. I, that's not really the kind of place where something is
3: belonging. No. No, no, no. History no, Channel,
4: no. Uh, History Channel, Sci-Fi. Uh, I mean, well, not even Sci-Fi so much, but History Channel. I think, I think would definitely I, jones I think on it's this.
3: It's a History Channel or a TV yeah. show. The same way you have the car builders. Right. Uh-huh. the you know the instead of a car builder or an airplane builder, mm-hmm. it's the combo show. Right. Yeah. yeah.
6: I mean, it would be uh, if the the places producing the carbon fiber. They're, they're all they're all servers right here in the United States. It, it'd be very easy to bring a crew up and and do this and do that and and just go through the thing from square one to the end it really wouldn't I mean, as far as a production goes it wouldn't be that difficult
3: I mean we could stretch this into you know maybe two or three or maybe even four seasons and you yeah, know yeah. season one you know season one and two and a half is the sports car model right then right. And then season <laughs> two through five is the evolution of the yes, redesign yes. for the multi passenger uh-huh. and, and and then you know, Season 5 is the premiere of the Ambulance Emergency Rescue No, <laughs>
5: there you
6: go That's a good idea
5: <laughs> Yeah,
6: that's well, probably going to be these are, all, these are all interesting I, mean, I, I, You know, at one time There was a communication about a reality show About people that are innovators You know, kind of like, there's already kind of something like I think they call it Maker or something like that It's kind of out there But it's all, I mean, the general I mean, general public, people are fascinated by this I mean, I am, I, you know, not that I am that I, think yeah. I think it's very yeah. fascinating,
3: you know, this this is the Orange County choppers of fly, uh, flying vehicles,
4: maybe? Yeah, no, you know? no, Jesse, you said it, that this is a dream for you, this is a dream for millions, Absolutely. man, I mean, yeah, this is, a, you're living my dream also, my friend, let me tell you, uh, this is something oh, that I, as a kid, I always thought about how cool it would be to be, like the Jets and, and flying cars, I mean, yeah. that, that's every kid's yeah. dream growing up in America, it really is. I, I it seems I
6: mean it is it's uh, my I I have a nine and eleven year old A couple of nine and eleven year old kids and they're like oh, wait, funny they're someone brought out something like that. They they do they're they actually they're they do really well at school and I brag about them a little bit. But they uh they were talking about, oh, yeah, our dad's building a flying car, what do you expect?
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great though when they're adults and when they when they have kids this technology is going to be out there and it's going to be, you know, wildly used. And it'll be, you know, to them, it'll be, like, commonplace uh, to exactly. see flying cars, uh, which that's, I, I hope to live that, to, to see that myself. And, and, you know, the generations ahead are going to have a, a beautiful world to inherit if we don't blow ourselves out of, into the smithereens. You know what I mean? If we don't blow ourselves out Well, off, didn't
3: we just, they just uh, recently adjust the clock closer to midnight anyway?
4: Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah one minute
6: or three minutes of midnight or... <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's all that. But you you like, know what I found I guess, really, I mean,
4: really interesting,
3: by the way, for everybody that's in this realm? Do you realize that this month they are actually ending another half second into the calendar and the atomic clock? Because of the way the Earth is actually slowing in rotation, mm.
6: Mm. it is a slowing. The, 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 there's the mechanics of the core are changing. It's it, it's fascinating. It's uh, you know I think it's, a, it's, a, it's what destroyed Mars. I think, but anyway, I, I um,
3: think is going to blame that on global warming too. <laughs> oh, yes. he
6: um, gotta, yeah. and he'll win a, he'll win another Oscar for it. By the way, <laughs> Oh yes. Yeah. flying in a private jet <laughs> to talk about it. Anyway, you um, needs another
3: two million dollars speaking engagement for five minutes.
6: <laughs> exactly, well, we all think about it the same way, i think um but yeah it's it, it is there's uh like i mean ge- technology is increasing at a geometric pace
4: it is yeah. so uh,
6: you know like I said, ten years now would be like a hundred years before now, you know yeah, so yeah. it's it's really easy to see that uh yeah you know, we're coming an amazing time, i mean I love the three d printing technology of you know. Yeah, but your heart—you have a bad. Your heart has a problem. It's okay. You have a three D printed one in a, in a fridge somewhere.
4: You know, it's, <laughs> it's just, amazing they're, what they're doing with skin grafts. Jesse, have you seen this thing where you know burned victims are going to have skin three D printed on their you know their their burn marks? I mean, this is amazing what they're doing with this technology.
6: Great, yeah, it's, it's 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 limitless, and they're, they're uh, this one. Uh, there's uh, you know kind of speculation, future futuristic think- things that if uh-huh. you can somehow make it for the next twenty years, like get hit by a bus or drop out of an airplane. <laughs> that really lifespan is there isn't going to be a meaningful number to it. Yeah. Um, that our that medical technology will, where age won't mean anything. Uh, someone came up with the idea that your cells can't, you know, can't split more than uh, however many times it would limit your age to 180 years old or something like that. But again, that's theory too. And there's like for every theory, there's a way to get around that theory. But but uh, kind of a going consensus is if you can make it for 20 years. You know, without something ridiculous happening, then the, you're not going to die for natural causes because simply there won't be a natural cause that will get you. The technology be so far, far enough ahead of it.
4: I'll be in my so, late fifties in twenty years. So I'm good.
3: What, what was that? What was, what was that movie with Justin Timberlake where nobody aged and you're buying time? I don't watch as movies currency. with Justin Timberlake.
4: Sorry. Hey.
6: I, 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 that was you know, interesting. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, that was. And they have the they have a clock in their arm or whatever. You can see the yeah, 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 yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that time was...
6: seekers or time something. That was that was an interesting idea. Where you, yeah, you you have a certain amount of time and you can buy or the wealthy have a clock in a in a big uh, in the vault of or vault.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know it, it, the question is, is: Do you think the singularity is going to happen where mind and machine meld and we? you know, dump our soul, our knowledge and everything into a hard drive and we're just gonna free float on the net after that.
6: Well Ooh. it's 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 interesting. It's, you get so far yeah. out there in that kind of idea but you think about okay well you know our thoughts, our patterns, our memories mm-hmm. are all nothing but, you know, chemicals and synapses and you know these kind of things. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's so far out there today, but you know, maybe in the future the idea of 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 your consciousness can be boiled down to a series of you know, zeros and ones. i don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, well you
3: you joke about that but I just read an article the other day that a scientist I believe in France or Sweden has been able to encode 500 petaflops which is <laughs> um you know a you know a terabyte is uh 1 100th one of a petaflop onto right. okay, a handsome. on you ready for this onto a strand of DNA.
4: Wow. Interesting.
3: Now, that's 500 petaflops in so one does strand that mean of exactly. DNA.
4: Yeah, in layman's terms, like me, what, what does that mean? What, um, what can you do with that?
3: That means it's got organic hard drives um, mm-hmm. with vast amount of space and literally, obviously, lightning speed, like firing neurons and thinking, quantum computing. But what I found interesting to that is 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 if that's how much you could download onto a single strand of DNA, God only knows, literally excuse the term, God only knows what's already encoded in our DNA.
6: Right. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, un- unbelievable amounts of information. Um, mm-hmm. and it's fascinating and we're we're still just on the cusp of getting, even being able to ask direct questions on how to figure this kind of thing out. But you're right, there's, I've I read a little bit of that in, in that information, but there's I was talking to a scientist just the other night talking about, again, quantum computing, about being able to use the idea of slowing down light to be able actually to to create a a configuration for memory and that kind of thing. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, to get to the point where, yeah, I mean, the the idea of memories or space is going to be gone. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's right now in our generation, but in in a couple generations from now, you get a computer, it's not going to have to mention how big
4: the hard drive is because it's kind of meaningless. Limitless, yeah. We're yeah, my space. problem is, yeah, is I great. think,
3: I, I, I'm worried about all the Wi-Fi signals going, that we, and all the transmissions that we have in general, not just going across the world, but going out into space. Someone's going to hear it. Yeah, no,
4: but remember, Alan, something. as we're going more and more digital, we're actually losing a lot of our transmissions that are going into space. In fact, I read an article about this recently, where, uh, you know, back in the 50s and 60s and 70s, where we were sending a lot of signals into space, yeah, a lot of aliens out there might be listening to those signals, but in the next 100 years, they're gonna, there's going to be no more signals hitting their way, because we're going all different. Digital, baby. Digital means no signals uh, really broadcast that far into space as before. So that's amazing. why
6: a lot more Yeah,
1: I've argued against a SETI. You know, looking for radio waves out there. Just you know, I mean it's better than not doing anything, of course. But right. um, you know, advanced technologies. Um, you know what you just said. Looking um, is one thing. Telling
3: everybody where we are is another.
4: Right, <laughs> that's two different things. Uh, I, I, Someone I else know, has a SETI. I don't
3: remember yeah. who, which scientist said it. But Stephen when we Hodgins. actually do get visited by aliens, it's gonna be like Columbus beating the aliens.
1: That that's yeah, uh, exactly. Seth Seth
4: Showstack, I think.
3: Seth Shostak, okay, yeah. Sure. It, it well, something happening. happened I, hold on I, something I,
4: happened to your audio there, uh, uh, Martin. Oh there there it is. Can you hear me? Did someone yeah, hit speakers? home by any chance? I don't know what happened there, but uh, it like, huh. I think the New World Order was taking over there for a second.
3: Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I think
4: the Imperial March was playing for a second there on my head.
6: <laughs> what, I, what I worry about is, I mean, yeah, I, I think, and there's some big, some scientists, that you know, one thing is that, that uh, cyber, you know, the uh, cybernetics, you know, the idea of, of robotics could really, you know, hurt us as a, as a, as a humanity just because, you know, what would be capable. The idea, you know, but the one thing that I worry about is this technology is all fantastic, but now to make a quarter panel for that truck you drive in takes a computer program. And you right. don't need those people in the factory. And you're going to get to the point where technology er- eradicates so much of the population that wh- what do we do? I mean, where do where do we go? Where I mean, where if, if we if if you get to the world where and it's almost science fiction, you have a, a few very large organizations that control the technology or have the mm-hmm. technology. You, you just don't need as human power. You don't need as brain power anymore. Yeah, so, well, I told to you
3: I'll be back, and I am.
4: Yes. <laughs> you know, he, he jokes, but we're not, we're not that far off from a Skynet actually uh, going online and and uh, going, you know, artificial intelligence. We're not that far off away from something like that, I don't no, think. No, not, fully... not far off at all. I,
3: I think we have software computers. Hold I on honestly, one more time, guys. But. Sorry, I, I honestly believe that we do have self-aware computers right now. Just the public is not aware of it. Very possible, yeah. I, Martin. I, I really, really, really honestly believe it. It, it. it has to be at this point because the way technology has progressed, and you know, with, there are more chip makers than Intel and AMD out there. So you know, <laughs> oh, of course,
4: yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: You know, there, there's. What? It's there. It, it has to be. My Martin, problem. Uh, is, my biggest fear is is one EMP, whether it's solar or terrorist, puts us all back to the stone age and kills off a ninety percent of the population.
4: The that's a major problem. Yeah,
6: and there there is some, there. You're not alone in that thought. I mean, some people think that, there, that there's a possibility. There's,
5: mm-hmm. like you said,
6: about, about self awareness in the computer. I read something, and this was back year on. I don't know if you ever saw that magazine called Omni. It's been gone for quite a while, but
5: oh, I remember that. sending magazine. articles. Oh, yeah.
6: And, and they, they had these things called prions that they created that were basically a life form and created to consume energy. You could duplicate it and replicate itself. And they called, it, they called it a new form of life. But what's interesting is that in a technological sense is, is kind of what, the, what was going. On. It's basically if you can create a computer that recognizes that it had a start date, that it was turned on at some point, that's the first full, that's the first idea of awareness. And obviously, computers can can understand that. And you think, and that was twenty or thirty years ago. So yeah, the idea that there are computers that are self-aware—I agree with you. I can't believe it's not existing. The technology is right there.
4: Yeah, it it only makes sense that there is already somebody working on that. Uh, You know, of course, we've said it many times around the show, Jesse, that the government is hundreds of years more advanced than what they lead on. So it would make sense that they have something like that deep down in area 51 somewhere
6: yeah there there's uh, <laughs> yeah there, there's more there, there there's far more that we don't know than we do know mm-hmm.
4: that yeah, you no know. Kidding. <laughs> so, I yeah but that's a, that's a that's a whole other hour we have to do here uh, if we're going to get into that kind of topic but look jesse it, it's been awesome that you called in man. thank you so much for for calling into the show and, yeah, and surprising all of us i well, mean thank it, it, it was one of those things where we didn't, you know, when, when we were going to have Martin on, I was like, what am I going to talk about? Because it's a big gorilla in the room. We're going to have to talk about Jesse's big news. You know, this is uh, the most amazing thing of the year right here. Uh, this is exciting. And, by the way, uh, we're going to put this all over our website, skywatchersradio.com, and on our psn-radio.com page. Uh, we're going to put banners and stuff to promote uh, the website. Uh, and, of course, uh, Jesse, you're always welcome to come back here And tell us more of what's going on Give us an update periodically Because we really want to know, you know, as, as the process goes along And, of course, uh, behind the scenes We're going to help out with a lot of uh, the stuff To get it going And uh, the oh, other yeah, guy I'm, over I'm here in. I'm in, I'm in He's in oh, he's, he's fully right, was,
6: uh, Sounds I'll, I'll look forward to the phone call We'll, we'll get. We'll launch it after we talk
4: <laughs> You're the man, Jesse
3: Yes And Go ahead, sorry
6: Oh, no, I, I'm ready No, go ahead, please
3: no, I was going to say, have an amazing night. And again, he's right. Thank you for calling in on really, really unexpected and short notice. No
5: kidding. Uh,
3: <laughs> as, as well, you know, it, it was it, it was great, you know, hearing and you know, literally dangling the carrot in front of us of what's on the horizon for basically a new mode of transportation. Yeah,
6: yeah that's, uh, I think that's exactly what it is. So, all right. Well, thanks, guys. You guys have now, a here, wonderful evening. We, we, before you go though, Jesse.
4: Before you go though, Jesse. Uh, you know you are booked here for uh, for this show again in a couple of weeks, and uh, oh, yeah, you know yeah. I, I'd love to have you back on and chat more about this. Uh, do you want to make you know keep that date or do you want to move it? or Do you want to stay and and, and come back? Because we'd love to have you back on. You're always welcome. You know right. that.
6: Why, why don't you keep that date? If you want me on another date, just get hold of me. I'm, I'm pretty much always available.
4: Oh, awesome! Awesome, We'll, we'll have him on. Okay. It Never turned down, right. Jesse Marcel. Are you kidding me? Right. Thanks, everybody. You're awesome. Take care. Good night. Yeah, have a great night. That is awesome. And and uh, Martin, you know, thank you also for joining us, man. I didn't know if you were going to join in. I, I know that, you know, uh, you had him on and it was a great show, man. I was listening all the way home, and it was just a fantastic uh, show you did with him. Uh but this is amazing, isn't it? This is like really, really exciting news that he's coming out with. Oh,
1: I, I think it's I think it really is. And I, I can't wait, you know, to see something like this actually, you know, come into service and actually be able to Go to a parking lot. Pick one out in any color. (laughs) It's really nice.
4: Yeah, and the design is beautiful. I mean, it it is something that looks really practical, and I can't wait to see the prototype in the next decade. Uh, Sadly, it's going to take a decade, but you know what? Guys, if you're listening in and you want to speed up the process, hey, donate.
1: Well, you You know, one thing I told him when he was on my show, that it seems to me that Elon Musk may be a person you never know i mean mm-hmm. he has already the electric capabilities there with tesla and uh-huh, uh uh-huh. and he's forward thinking uh you know someone like him at least but he would have the uh he he would have the wherewithal to get this thing in production actually quicker than just about anyone that's true
3: i believe that yeah i I'm, yeah. There, there's enough people who are aware of who he is and what he's mm-hmm. cap- you know what he's done and you know it's the publicity that can be garnered for this project is phenomenal it is yep absolutely although I, although i am i got to admit i don't know if i want to see an energy drink branded mm-hmm. on the side of the vehicle <laughs> um, you know, you know, he, yeah. I'm just not there with you know. See, that's why, that, that's why
4: that's why bringing in I think a major company that could slap a logo, but not something goofy like Gatorade on the side of this thing, uh, but like a nice logo that you know that would fit uh, on the vehicle that would be cool, and that would be a, a sponsor, I guess, so to speak. I mean,
3: obviously, Red Bull gives you wings, and you know, it is, it, it
4: is Red mean. Bull. Yes. Is Red it Bull really? is the one.
3: Uh, Are you well, kidding? Of course,
5: <laughs>
4: no. Yeah. Who else really? would it be? Yeah, they're seriously. into
1: uh, you, you know, know helicopters monster. and you know monster, You know, you have the monster coming snowboarding, out of the all that. Yeah.
4: Well, remember, Red Bull also sponsored the guy who uh, I forget his name who uh, jumped from like space, basically. That's yeah, right. Okay, yeah. What's his name? So yeah, they were yeah. into all this kind of stuff. So it does not shock me if they would be involved in in something. I mean, like I'm
1: I'm speculating, but I, I'll bet you fifty bucks. <laughs>
3: I don't got exactly.
4: fifty bucks to burn like that, man. I'm broke. All right. All right. Loan me fifty dollars.
3: <laughs> I, I I'd say SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, you know, um, you know, have, I don't know, th- there's too many options once I come into the game because I'm just like you know, um, with some of the sci-fi people that I, that I'm friendly with, I mean, I'm not going to drop names or anything, but you know, we could actually say the next generation in aviation.
5: Mm-hmm. I was get the joke there. Yes. You know
3: when when I say the sci-fi people that's the that's some of the realm you know
4: so it, somebody it, somewhere it, out there there's somebody listening in right now and he's like I get that reference
3: or better yet we're going to call it the <laughs> aluminum falcon
4: <laughs> ah I like that
3: the the aluminum falcon for british people I like that. the first one them. should be
4: called the the first one should be called the enterprise though
3: oh um... The Venturing Enterprise. I don't know if we could get away with just straight up the Enterprise. Oh, that's well. Really actually, you know, you know the fun fact. Has everybody here seen Galaxy Quest?
4: Of course. I have. I don't okay. know more. Okay, Really? I you know oh, highly recommend it.
3: A great, great movie.
4: Yeah. Um,
3: the ship is at, actually called, um, you know, they have the initials before the numbers. The initials are NTE on the big ship in the movie. Which actually stands for Not the Enterprise
4: <laughs> Ah, there you go That's a
3: really interesting fun <laughs> I fact I never
4: got that, yeah, never uh, put that together, that's funny that's I really hear good. there's
3: a sequel in the works too Because they're about to hit their uh, 15 year anniversary
4: Really? Well they'll probably do it for the 20th anniversary Probably. So that's the thing now, yeah, the, all the big ones uh, are doing like 20 or 30th anniversary 15th is not really as important as 20 But I highly recommend the movie Martin, yeah, I mean, I would it, check it's it a must-watch. Netflix it if you get if you got to uh, pirate it if you have to. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you can't go to Blockbuster anymore, so you know well, there's no Blockbuster video. But if you have a mom and pops video store somewhere, Blockbuster is out of business. But uh, Best Buy, go buy. You know, get your hands on it. It's a great, great movie, especially if you're if you're Trekkie, uh, which we have a couple minutes to burn here. Are, are you a Star Trek or a Star Wars nerd? Which one are you? Because you know we're all nerds here.
1: Um, one Star- way or another. I watch Star Trek. Religiously, when I was, uh, you know, when it, I'm, I'm, I'm old, you know, so when it was out, <laughs> and uh, I was, I think, uh, probably about 14, 15 years old when that started, and I never missed an episode. Loved it.
3: Well, if you want to see continuing stories of yes. Star Trek, um, There is a – one of my friends uh, who actually plays Captain Kirk on the show and is Mm -hmm. the producer of it. It's called uh, Star Trek New Voyages or actually I'm sorry, Star Trek Continues. Um, Really, really great expanding on the original series. They Mm -hmm. actually recreated the entire set
4: of Star Trek
3: to scale in their studios in Georgia. And really? I'll tell yeah. you, I'll tell you, you know, the guy that's the – I'll just say his first name. Um, the, the gentleman named Vic who plays the captain uh, on this series has got – has all the Shatner nuances but not overplayed and it's done really, really well. They, they actually film in the same uh, frame speed – speed of frame as well as the same color lenses and uh, schemes. And uh, it, it looks so authentic and so true to the original 60s mm-hmm. that wow. it actually feels like it was filmed in the 60s. No, this is, is how so authentic it is.
4: They actually yeah. have Christopher Doohan playing Scotty. Now, for anybody who knows Star Trek, Christopher Doohan is the son of the guy who really played Scotty in the original series. Right, so they Chris actually have. So- Yes. You know,
3: he was he was a great guy, he really was. So
4: hmm. I mean that's how authentic. You guys are dedicated is. Trekkies. Oh, we're nerds, man. Yeah. Totally. About that. But the guy well, but the guy's name is Vig Mignona, right? Mignana. Mignana, there you go. That's so how you pronounce it. He's and, great and as, as Captain Kirk, he really is.
3: Star Trek continues. Mm. Sorry, that's the website that I just hit, just to be on the safe side. That's yeah, all For all of it. you for all of you that are listening, sorry I didn't know that it was going to make that noise. Um but I mean, they're award winning. Um, They have, you know, they're. I'm telling you, this stuff is really amazing, and they're pretty much actually, basically sanctioned by, um, by Paramount at this point because of how much involvement that they've, how much they've done this. Um, This is
1: is this is web based, though. You just said a web. It is
3: web based. They are on average the 52-minute episodes like you would mm-hmm. normally see on TV without commercials. They have full, great, phenomenal storylines, and I'll tell you the best storyline I've seen so far is when they go back to the Gautiste uh alternate universe.
4: Hmm. Oh, I gotta see that episode. I missed that one. Yeah!
3: It's good! Oh, uh, it's really
4: good. Gotta see that. We gotta have Vic on the show, by the way, Alan. You gotta invite him on.
3: I, I, I can arrange that, sure, yeah Yeah, yeah.
4: make that happen, I'd love to, to talk to him And, and interview him, he, great to have on the show and, and, and I know he's a huge Trekkie, but he's also probably a ufology fan
3: He's a Trekkie, but he's also a die-hard Star Wars fan, he crosses both bridges on that There you go um, But, you know one And I'll tell you, folks, go to Star Trek Continues And you can download the episodes And you guys will drool when you see the stuff and he, you know and, and he's actually had a lot of cast members from the original series yep. pop in and you know play you know the the guest of the episode is and i, I you guys got to see it
4: so check that out. Uh, we're almost out of time, by the way, and we do have to wrap up. Uh, oh, A-hole. Martin, you
3: forgot the a hole.
4: No, no. We, we, I was going to get there. Hold on, Martin. Uh, thank you for calling in and, and you know at least joining the conversation and being part of the show. Even though uh, you know Jesse took over, man. It was Jesse. Uh, Jesse's uh-huh. night tonight uh-huh. yeah. here on the network.
3: <laughs> Sorry, he no dominated the show, but <laughs> No, it was we'll great. We'll just have to grab you on again. That's all. Yes.
4: Well, he, he's family, man. He's on the network here. You know, we're all one big family on Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN is a, a big family. So he's always welcome to be on this show whenever he wants. And this is his house also here. Uh, but, you know, we're not going to have time for uh, for messages through the A-hole tonight. Unfortunately, we are, we're almost out of time. So next week, we'll oh. read your messages. We'll get to them. Sorry, I know Alan was joined, and There was a, good, a couple of good ones in there. But we'll get to it next week. We, we will be back next week. We have a great show next week. We got uh, on six, this tr-
3: we've got four minutes left. Any,
4: not any, nearly any, not nearly enough time for a blast through the A-holes, my friend. It just, you know these these things, when they get backed up. You know, it's hard to get them to go through the system and really pop out properly and and give us the right amount of feedback. And, you know, we only want to have a gentle blast. We don't want to have a rough blast. And with can three minutes left, it's going to be rough.
3: Can we get at least a little bit out?
4: No, Just no, 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 to clear no, no. the air? That might wet the pallets a little too much. I think we should make the people wait. Okay. And then next week, we'll have Steve Bassett on. And what we're going to do oh, now, and that, look, we're going to have Steve Bassett on next week. And what we're going to do on the show from now on, because we're we're, gonna, we're actually going to talk about this when Jesse called in and we got completely derailed by Jesse Marcel. So it's all good, Jesse. It's all good. But we're, what we're going to start doing is we're going to start doing the Blast from the A-Hole in the first hour. And we're going to take our main guest in the second hour. So from now on, you're going to get that segment in the first hour and then second hour we have our our guests from that point on so that's going to be the way it's going to be formatted now and of course you know in July when the the big guy comes back you know we'll be able to uh, not have fart sounds as he's about to go on air because I don't think he'll (laughs) enjoy that to be honest I don't think we like that that. but guys we'll be back next week with Steve Bassett I mean how cool is that I mean one of our, our favorites here on the show he's going to be on with us for a full hour and we're going to talk to him about everything he's been working on which of course he's always a busy busy man uh, so for uh, Keith Roland our chief and you know our boss here on the dark matter radio network for our guest tonight uh, Martin Willis who uh, thank you for joining us again for Jesse Marcel who joined us and of course for the other guy I am angel this is dark matter radio network this is sky watchers radio stick around there's going to be more programming right after this but next week we'll be live once again talk to you then keep looking up to the skies here's a little space boy music As we ride out. You guys want to take a ride?
5: Woohoo!